This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. RJ Bell. And we're just two guys who have no other choice now but to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number at a time in order of release. This week, we're hopefully going to treat women kinder than our Japanese filmmaker friends as we watch Spines 298 and 299 in the Criterion Collection, Saijin Suzuki's Gate of Flesh from 1964, and Story of a Prostitute from 1965. But first, RJ, or... Yeah. Yes. We're late starting here, my friend. Yeah, it was. Uh, I I had to. Andrew and I are trying to buy a house, and we were looking at houses, and it's a whole oh, thing. So hell, hell. So we're we're a little late today, you know. Were, were any of these houses uh, air conditioned? They were both of them. Oh, yeah. good, good. Yeah, if uh, it seems like more are, or I guess the ones we're looking at at least are, because uh, we understand the importance of yeah. central air. I, I remember uh, many years ago looking at a house uh, that yeah. it was like a Hobbit house and you'd walk in and there was just fans running in every single room. Mm-hmm. Well, every, every, you, could, you could tell that the people who lived there had left and this is the way they lived in their home. It was just fans all through, and, all through the month of August. And, and they just bailed with, without taking the fans? No, they left them on because they knew that if someone walked into that house uh, to buy a home, uh, mm. they would just go, no thanks. <laughs> it's a, well, no But this you. is better, right? It's manageable with all these fans. <laughs> well, actually, the one house we went into, uh, when we were walking up, uh, my brother, uh, he, he's the realtor, and he's like, all the basement windows are open. He's like, that's a bad sign because oh. it's a vacant house. Ooh. And that uh, the AC was running with the windows open. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, something went something, on down here. Something, something stinks. Yeah. So uh, we went in, and it was pretty uh, – we didn't know what was going on, but pretty immediately we were like, oh, yeah, something's something's a little off in this bad boy. Yeah, it's a little manky. So we did a, about a five-minute walkthrough. We uh, turned heel, and we went, all right, mm-hmm. peace out. Yep. See you later. Is Fan- what I said. Fantastic. Well, how, well, what did you use uh, your extra time for? Did you uh, maybe get some, actually be able to eat dinner today? Did you rest um, a little? I rested. You rested. I, I, I got some YouTube video watching in. YouTube video in. You know, just watch, you know, put on some YouTubes and uh, catch up on the the news of the day. Read some the YouTubes on on YouTubes and on on our national newspapers and. Weird, you know, hop onto Twitter and see some, some egregious takes on uh, dead children's bodies being found behind schools, and uh, how that's how it's be it's overblown. Yeah, because you know how even now all of our schools have graveyards. Yeah, like yeah. it's just a common thing, right? It's a everyone. It's a different time. Oh yeah, I was reading the uh, I was reading some of these people who uh, I don't know. It's like. Are are these the trolls, or are, are these people like they've, they're getting their they're, mm-hmm. they're they're really trying to find some wiggle room? They're they're trying to find how. Well, what about this? Uh, wood ro- wood rots, and uh, <laughs> so that's that's why the, the, there was markers. What there. does that have to do with any? The, the, wood, oh. the wood rots. It's almost like it's meant to rot. I don't I don't think it being marked was the issue. I think it's the fact that it was there at all, right? Well, no, this is the thing. They're talking about how it's the, they're 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 made with wood. So, of course, of course it's fine. It's like, yes, 
the, 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 that, hun- that's the, the hundred and sixty dead children at a school. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's that's but they're like no no no. I saw no, uh, the wood. W- w- I saw one guy call call them boarding schools <laughs> because that's we gotta we gotta massage the language. You see. Oh, are you massaging the numbers? Eh. Yeah. I see the yeah. language. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Um. I don't know how you justify that one. Just. Just accept it for what it is. Say, so, yeah, that is bad. Yeah, no, let's, uh, let's, that's, uh, let's that's, not do that anymore. Well, that don't don't. That's well, it was it wasn't that. Well, it wasn't anything. Is uh, what the Twitter would tell me. Some some. You I know, mean, it was clearly something. Hor- horrid, horrid human beings, RJ. Yeah. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, the, I mean, the... people suck. I've been saying that for years. Remember? Mm-hmm. They were bad. They're bad now, and they were bad then. So. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, dude. It's uh, just no good all around. Not one bit. No good all around. No. So uh, did you uh, make it through the fire coming uh, when you were on your way home? Did you hit that traffic or did you just squeak by? Uh, what? There's a fire in the river bottom and all the, the oh. hill is like all um, backed up with traffic and oh, stuff. Oh, no, yeah, I missed that. You must have just squeaked by because it, uh, it was like delaying people for like at least minutes minutes oh sure. my god minutes yeah no i uh i missed that okay well lucky you i guess no it's uh, how hot is it <laughs> it's, it's, it's supposed to be like this every day for two weeks rj yeah we got the heat warnings in effect again and oh fuck all the fish uh, aquatic life is gonna die yeah i heard yeah, i read about that i heard about this you hear about this all the aquatic life on the west coast, it's gonna burn, boil alive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's all about that bod, Jared. The uh, biological oxygen demand. Hmm. When it gets a little hot, that dissolved oxygen evaporates, and things just don't can't live no more. What is this shit? Thirty-seven, huh? de- thirty-seven degrees on Monday. Thirty-seven? Oh. Yeah. Holy fuck! I got shit to do on Monday. I'm gonna be sweating like a pig. Oh my god! What, what about? It's not gonna look good. Just imagine the the state of your genitals after after that. I mean, it's never in good state, I but mean, uh, that day especially is mm-hmm. probably going to be a bad one. Yeah, everyone, everyone, send your thoughts and prayers for RJ's genitals. Genitals. Th- th- this this Monday. Yeah, I mean, I could. I'll take them. No, I'll definitely take them. You'll take them. Hey, you know what's great? You see what your uh, your best friend. Mel Gibson was up to this weekend? Uh, allegedly. 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 Yeah. allegedly. You know what I think it is? I think he's just such an old... Um... A fucking idiot? No, I think he's just an old guy. He <laughs> said, hey, man, this guy was in a position of authority. I better salute him. Sure he was. I think that's all it was. Yeah. And allegedly, well, he well, could have been looking at the guy behind him. Saluting? Yeah. <laughs> it just happened. Just what, what, what a coincidence. Who, who knows? Maybe maybe Danny yeah. Glover hey, was behind him. I, I could be doing a lot of things with my hands, too, when uh, I see uh, former President Donald Trump walking by. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw up my salute, show my respect for all the great things he's accomplished and done and continues to do. The best wow. things, even. Well, oh, I mean, he still has a chance of winning. Uh, apparently seventy percent of Republicans still back that horse because because yeah, they say he could still win because they're they're special little guys. Well, we're only six months injured. He I could know. still win. Oh, he could still was win. it August? Is that the new uh bullshit day? I don't fucking. Oh God! 
I don't know what, what any of that stuff is. Let's talk hey, about something important. Uh, like emails. I had a oh. I had a direct message Uh-oh. before we get into the emails Uh-oh. from a sugar head. Sh- and, uh, sug? Sugar head. The the messages were related to a new brand of craft dinner macaroni and cheese ice cream that was just unveiled. Um, which we found a little problematic, but then uh, Sugarhead was asking, uh, "Have you ever had olive oil ice cream?" And I gave him kind of a questionable face, uh, and it says uh, olive oil vanilla. So he says it's good. It says get yourself some vanilla ice cream, drizzle a little olive oil on there. It's good, I promise. And uh, I, I think I gave him a thumbs down. So I, I don't know if I'd be down for this. But what about you? Would you would you slap a little olive oil on your ice cream? What, what do you think? Oh. <laughs> I, I think it's important to mention I do believe Sugarhead is of Italian heritage. <laughs> doing the finger gesture. At- Italian. Oh, he's, he's come from that part of uh, Italy where hackstools live? I mean... I, I don't know what part of his family is, but I think he is Italian. So he's got those pizza pies cooking oh, uh, left see. and right. I see. I see. You know what I mean? Pizza yeah. pies. So, anyways, that's uh, that was my uh, that was my direct message uh, for you, email style. Sweet. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what's you know what's cool is uh, for the next uh, four weeks, I pro- I think we got we got guests coming on this show. Oh fuck! I guess we should uh, make sure they know if we start later during the summer. Make sure that's clear. But hey, we'll we'll reach out to you uh, to you guys. Seven seven p.m. Mountain Mountain Time. That's right. And mountain you time. and you guys will listen to it whenever the fuck it gets uploaded. I don't know. Whenever we feel like. How's that sound? Well, I I feel like I am obliged to get the episode up as quickly as possible after we air. Hence the. Uh, the finely tuned, um, extremely focused editing you all experience every week. Every not, week, it's like that. And not a not a beat missed. It's it's so refined. Just like this, think, you're you're yeah. hearing this right now because I left it in. That was a choice. Sure. You're listening to exactly what I want you to hear. Mm-hmm. Like a artisan filmmaker, I'm an artisanal pod craftsman. Artisanal pod craftsman. Yeah. Right, I don't right know now. if that's one that we've dropped before. Well, it's there now. I left, now. It, I left it on the floor. Can't then, go wait. No, you can't, can't kick that and roll under the kitchen table and let the help take care of it. you got to deal with it. And it stinks. That's the uh, that's the Duncan guarantee, I think. So, uh, you know, I, I, I have one of the best things I've ever done with my time doing this podcast is uh, muting the YouTube comments. Oh yeah, which um, ones have you yet to? Mute? Oh, I, I just, I just, I just completely muted the feed because I don't like to go onto YouTube and get like a notification of one and go, oh my god, is it someone yeah. being nice or is someone being mean? Like, I, I, I mean, it's I can't, I can't take it. I can't. If take it makes it. you feel any better, it's usually directed at me and not you. Oh, it's it's we we all get it. We all get yeah. it. Yeah, but usually, usually, usually it's directed to me. But uh. The other day, I, I happened to click over onto uh, the feed, and I was like, "Who's this?" Oh god! It was a real name, um, and this one's on our Browning version episode. Oh, um, from one Richard January. Sounds real, like a real name, real Dick guy. January. Yep. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. A beautiful film, exquisite. Why do you think it's a staple of the Criterion Collection? 
this back and forth horseshit between two idiots who've never seen the movie is just stupid. If they can't understand the meaning of the title, then what the hell are they doing reviewing it? Mocking this film is a bad look for this channel. So there's a few errors there, Jared. Uh, I, I, I responded, RJ. I responded oh. to this person. Uh, my response, and I goes, uh, we both love the movie, Richard. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Like, we we never shit on that movie at all. I think I make I make a joke about it being called the Brownie version because exactly. it's a silly name, <laughs> and it's, it is. It's, I stand it by is that. it is extremely unappealing. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that's what we're talking about. I, I don't know. I stand by that completely. Yeah, dick. and then on top on top of that too, where <laughs> going? What was the other thing? You don't understand what what is this guy talking about? Get out of here! Welcome dick, to you, uh, Dick January. Yeah. Oh my God. People don't listen, hey. They they have, it's and it's always amazing. It's, it's, it's very it's pretty consistent the number of people uh, who leave these comments that say these two idiots. It's pretty common. And then mm-hmm. you read their comment, you're like, oh, they completely fail to comprehend the the material of which they're critiquing us for mm-hmm. failing to grasp or, or talk about the material. Um, I feel like they don't even try oh, though. They don't even try to and, understand. No, I, I won't get into it too much. But there is a there's a doozy. On our uh, Juliet of the Spirits, <laughs> holy smokes! Well, that's another movie that we liked quite a bit. Yeah, if, some people, if you want to check it out, you go do that because that's it's a hell of a thing. <laughs> I, 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 I completely missed it, and I was like, "What?" I I don't understand. Even uh, when we like movies, people get mad at us for being dumb. Like, no, nope. it's like, well, then you go make the movie. Fuck, <laughs> you go, go make, do it yourself. You, you go make the movie. You go make a. You go. You, you go make a podcast. You go. Rec- you, go you, yeah. you watch every Criterion in order. You see what it does to you psychologically. Yeah, you go do it. See, see how you feel after this fucking yeah. five year nightmare. You, you, you feel dread for the end of the weekend when you realize, oh fuck, I have to watch. Oh, two of these things. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, no. Exactly. One, potentially two movies, and then you go, no, no, no. No. No, no, no. None of this adds up. No. Okay, I'm on uh, Juliet of the Spirits now. <laughs> oh, God. I had to check it out. You see, uh, you, is it a big one? Or? Yeah. Because it, we have, a, there's a ton of comments well, here. Oh, but there's one. It's very recent. Very recent, hey? Two weeks ago. Okay, that's probably it. Do you want me to read? Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. No, let let them let the if you if the listener wants to, okay. they can they can check it out. It's okay. cur- It's very. It's like they were like reacting live. Okay, I I will I will read this as you maybe discuss something else. I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. I'm just gonna start reading our one email. Sad day. Sad sad day. We're it's the you know what summer's kicked off. People are. You know, they're out in the pool. They're not oh, si- yeah. they're, they're not sitting stewing in their own juices writing us emails. Except for one individual, one man, friend of the show, Justin Peterson. Friend of the show. What's he up to? With an email entitled The Mandela Effect. Or maybe not. Hey Jared and RJ, what's happening? Mm-hmm. So I had to put off watching Past Creep, the Samurai Trilogy, for a couple years now, since I recalled you guys bashing on it in your episode. I finished part two earlier today and enjoyed it and went back to listen to that episode. I was surprised to hear you guys saying all kinds of good stuff about these movies, so I thought I must have remembered it wrong. But then it came at the end when JD let his real thoughts be known and laid a big (laughs) smack down on how mad he thought they were. Yeah, Can you recall a time when you misremembered something? (laughs) Oh my god. Every week. Yeah, um, jeez. Any 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 that jump out at you? 
Or are you still reading that uh, that comment? Uh, so I just finished it. This person is clearly unwell. Like I don't know what is going. Like it, it, it's 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 borderline incoherent. Like like I, I don't know some of their issues. It's like it's like I I, I disagree. How can you? Uh, I can't deal with you calling it self indulgent. It's like no, Fellini is nothing if not self indulgent. So relax. Like it, it's just they're like, well, you you just don't know. You just don't know. Well, I, I think I was even framing it as I'm being. This is what people would re- be referring to in terms of his like as, indulgence, yeah. and like that is like one of the cliches. And it's like I think we were. Refer- I, I, I mean, this is maybe some Mandela effect going on, but I'm like, I remember, uh, I remember saying, fr- fr- I remember framing it that way. In fact, I remember being like, well, the first time I watched it, I didn't, I, I was totally not into this. And then I made a point of rewatching it that same week. And I was like, oh, this movie is really fucking good. And this person mm-hmm. seems to be like, I, it only took me once to watch it to know it's brilliant. <laughs> like, oh, it's like, God, shut up. Good, yeah, good for you. Good for you. Good for you. You. You tell who, us. You tell us. I don't. Who gives a shit? Anyway, that, incredible. It'd be like it incredible. took me three hours to get here, and someone's like, "It took me two and a half." And you go, "Cool, dude." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm done. That that That's was uh, incoherent, as I said. Yeah. There you go. Okay. So wait, what was Peterson talking about? Ta- ta- Mandela effect. Do you remember? The, hey, Narji, do you remember the Samurai trilogy? Yeah, I think we were like fine with them. Yeah, I, I look back. I'm like, what did I give those for stars? I'm like, oh yeah, those were the more generous days too, maybe. But I think it was like over the course of talking about it in the episode. I think that's when I was like, man, you know what? Maybe I didn't really care for these movies. Yeah. No, yeah. and now that sounds about right. Yeah. Or that sounds more like your speed, I would say. Yeah, I, I sometimes have like on an episode been like, you know what? I didn't like this thing. Like, I, I thought maybe I could put my best foot forward and be like, yeah, you know, maybe it's pretty okay. No, no, no. I can't lie. I can't lie to the fans. I can't. I can't pull a fast one. I gotta. I gotta try to keep it straight. Maybe I'll sometimes. Maybe I'll be a little polite on a movie, and then I'll, but I'll feel. I'll feel sick. I'll feel. I'll feel disgusted with myself. Yeah. Well, sometimes she goes, sometimes she doesn't go, Jared. That's the way she goes. And sometimes I go back and I go, yeah, I, I don't really think I like that movie. Three Stars is like actually not a very, really strong rating for a, a Criterion yeah. film. Well, those movies you got to remember too. Samurai trilogy was what the first two three months. Yeah. Like maybe maybe we should, maybe we should all just give uh, everything one and a half stars. Like just do it. Just, See, this is why like, I completely just... gave up on rating anything. Yeah, like. I know. <laughs> It's just like it's too much. It's too much to live up to these standards of three people who want our ratings. Mm-hmm. It's just too much, Jerry. Yeah, I know. I saw someone tweet, yeah. tweeting about it the other day. About rating? Yeah. Stuff? And then, then I saw, uh, I think one of the comments was like, letterbox is for soys. And uh, I was like, okay, right. <laughs> I, go, I for, oh, okay. I forgot. Okay. I, for, I remember there's still, still people who talk like this. And they read like Ethan Van Skyver comics. Hey, I uh, I read a Green Lantern comic of his once. Those were Jeff Johns comics. No one read them because Ethan Van Skyver drew them. Uh, what happened to that guy? Did he get uh, me tooed as well? Ethan? Yeah. Um, no, I, I'm he, completely out of the loop. Nah, on this one. You, people can look up. Uh, he's he's kind of like a, a a folk figure in the comic skate community. He. Ah, uh, where do you fall in the comics gate uh, <laughs> uh, spectrum? Let, what what do you think, RJ? Where do you think I'm on the uh, Green Lantern spectrum of uh, comics gate? I'm... Somewhere somewhere between Brian Azarello and Alan Moore. You're you're right in that gray area <laughs> wow. where it's like that could be anything. Somewhat questionable, but that could be you're anywhere. not sure. Not sure how. No. 
Well, you're either drawing huge dicks in your Batman comics. Well, or I mean, he Brian got someone else to draw those big dicks. Uh, he wrote about it though. He yeah, that's right. He wrote. He told someone else to draw it, and and then <laughs> I, I, maybe, I'm, not, I'm not sure if he said yeah. Make sure we see the uh, some edge highlighting on that. I see. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know, man. You don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Mandela effects. Remembering, misremembering my whole life. Every, yeah. Everything. No. Every every day. Every day. I yeah. Hmm. Sometimes more than once in the same day. More than once. If you know what I mean. So the best part of my Orlando vacation ended up being the day we spent in Universal Studios Islands of Adventure, which has part of Harry Potter World in it. I can't recall anyone asking if you were big Potter boys before. Um yeah, RJ is. Are you big uh yeah, I got I'm not. I read I read the books as they came out. I was like, um, I was the same age as they were like supposed to be in each of the books. So it was kind of fun for me to follow along as they came out. Cause I was always the age that they were, uh, I loved the books. I went and saw the movies in theaters. I think order of the Phoenix was one of the best theater experiences ever. That intro man. It's, yep. it's real good. And, uh, I don't know. We, I think we go back like every, we do. We rewatch them not very often. Like every like four years, maybe. Like, we we gotta space them out now. But uh, I've seen those things many times. I'm not like, I'm not gonna get like a fucking Snape tattoo on my dink or anything. Like, uh, I'm not that crazy. Well, where but... where would you get it if not your dink? I'd get a hay grade in the on the backside. I there you go. Yeah, like because of the implication. Mm-hmm. The implication, but uh, yeah, no, I don't have a Deathly Hollows tattoo. Like eight. 80% of uh, waiting staff. Is that, a th- so. is that a thing? Oh, next time you go to a restaurant, I know you haven't been in like three years because of no. the pandemic. Yeah. But uh, next time you go to a restaurant, you just look. I-, I guarantee at least one of the waiters in that place or waitresses has a Deathly Hollows, like the triangle circle line. You just, you look, <laughs> you'll see. I see. I see. You see. I'll see. And if, and if people are listening and you know about this, email in because I know it's not just me. Yeah. I know this is a real thing. Uh, yeah, Harry Potter was after my time. I yeah. watched the first movie because that was like a big deal. I never saw it in theater. I think I, I bought it uh, on DVD for like five bucks at Safeway. Like the day it came out, they had some weird Ooh. sale on it. And I watched it and I went, oh, it, it's a kid's movie. Surprise! What a what a twist! But one in, one and two are like very very little kid, yeah, and then well, three they're, they're Chris they, Columbus they movies, right? Yeah. Well, when Alfonso Caron came in, he said, "No, let's make it a spooky." <laughs> this is a story about autism. <laughs> is, is that what that one is about? That, that's his short film. Oh, right. My son. And they go he, and, he is and, about being possessed by a demon named autism. Oh. And then you go, oh, oh dear, it's so mis- so poor. Um. Anyway, yeah. yeah so I don't know. The movies are fine. I don't think about it. Uh, we. Harry Potter is a weird duck. Like they make they mer- yeah. they make merch for it, yeah, uh, lots of merch, and they keep doing it. Warner Brothers definitely keeps that afloat. You know, one thing that is curious though is we get a lot of people who ask at the store, at the comic shop, uh, about Lord of the Rings stuff, and that is mm-hmm. like it's the Hobbit killed that off, I think, for a bit. Yeah, but now it's back. People want that, and I'm like, oh yeah, wait, that's probably going to change when the uh, Amazon show starts. Yeah, whenever I, I whenever that it. happens. Have but, you heard some of the funny stuff coming out about that show? Mm-mm. One of the lead actors, like 
was interviewed or something and they're like when are you going to finish and he's like i don't know and he's like we've been here forever he's like we have no idea when we're going to leave he's like i don't know if this thing's ever going to end and he, he just sounded really depressing he's like i don't know if this is ever going to end and there was a bunch of reports about uh, <coughs> actors getting fucking like brutally mangled on set and amazon's like no no we didn't do that no. nah we're good mm-hmm. but yeah maybe, maybe there will be more product i would buy um a witch king helmet if i could at an affordable amazon price Ooh, maybe Do you... jeff will make it from uh authentic moon rocks Ooh, like some obsidian i think that comes from the inside the earth though yeah i don't know but i don't know what kind of minerals uh kind of precious metals uh the, the moon has the moon might have it could have lots well they i mean they why, got why, why are, they got gouda why are they got all the, the gorgonzola why are all the billionaires going up there they gotta have some some sweet like loot or something that they're trying to get. The some, moon is made of cheese, some, dude. Some purples. Uh, I mean that. I, I don't know. I think they're just going because they're hungry. Okay. It's like that Wallace and Gromit thing. Remember? Justin Remember continues. When he's at, yeah. I was late to the game on Harry Potter since I refused to watch it because I thought uh, of it as a as competition for Lord of the Rings. I eventually watched yeah. and enjoyed most of them. Here is how I rank them. Have you guys mm-hmm. seen enjoyed any of them? Yeah, we've watched we watched those. RJ, yep. I thought you did a rewatch recently, right? Of which one? Harry Potter. Yeah, like uh, like two Christmases ago or so. They're Christmas movies to me. Um, I mean, because that's when they were released. So that's what it's time stamped in my brain. But uh, yeah, it was like two years ago. I mean, is it like the last movie or the part two? I think like there's a lot of snogging. I think in the last. There is. Yeah, I, and I, I actually I don't think that the two Deathly Hollows are are that great. They're they're okay, but they're definitely not the best of the 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 bunch. There, yeah, there's a lot of like kissing and cuddling, and you're just like, no, mm-hmm. show me that uh, snake dick. Yeah, on on that on that wait staff. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. You 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 wait. Oh, you man. go look. RJ's just hanging out in the restaurant bathrooms. Well, no, it's it's always visible. It's always like on an arm or a leg or something like that, and it's mm. it's there. You see it. Questionable. Questionable. Um, yes, yeah, so I've seen those movies. Uh, part, yeah. I think my anecdote always with like part two from of, of, of part seven is the, how fucking horrible uh, that movie was in three D to watch. Like it was so dark. Oh, it's it, super it, dark. It, it sucked. I was like, who, yeah. this, 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 what is this? Uh, some Christopher Nolan. Like you have to really experience it for the real fans with like proper projectors that no one has, like his fucking mm-hmm. sound system shit. I don't know if you've heard about his uh, defensive uh, sound requirements for his films. Who Chris Nolan? Yeah, because like, I mean he, cause he people, says because it shit. sounds like Tenet really uh, pushed the boundaries on yeah on what's acceptable. I haven't. You, I, I you still, still haven't watched that yet. I right? still haven't. I I have it. I don't I, think you'll like it to be honest. Yeah, probably not. That's why I'm putting it off. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway. After putting some thought into it, I decided I want to go with the less common house choice of Hufflepuff. <laughs> I mean, I, okay. Okay. Which house are you, Jarrett? I don't know. The the cool one? Uh, the, the, you the could one. Be, you'd be a Ravenclaw. Okay. Or a Slytherin. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm a, I'm a Dusseldorf myself. Goat movie question of the mm-hmm. week. What are your favorite Bill Murray movies of all time? Fun fact, he has a house here in Charleston, South Carolina, and makes appearances at games for our minor baseball team, the River Dogs. Oh, that's cool. 
Nice. Well, Kingpin is not my favorite. It is worth mentioning since he gets to be both an asshole and a villain in that one. It's true. Kingpin's pretty good. Er, 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 Ernie McCracken. Did you ever? I saw this. Was, this gets floated on Reddit every like three months. But uh, those three strikes in a row at the end of Kingpin. Apparently, he did that in real life, and that's like all the re, the audience react responses are genuine because they're like, "Holy shit, he's doing it!" And he was freaking out. So that's pretty mm-hmm. cool. I think that's pretty cool. Oh, his hair and that. I, I mean, yeah. Uh, I uh, his bo- his, his bowling ball with the rose. I know it's oh, awesome. It's so good. I don't know. I- a movie, <laughs> it's yeah, it's, it's pretty it's good. good. It's a pretty good show, as they say. Yeah, it's a pretty good show. Not as good as Osmosis Jones, which could be Bill Murray's best performance, but still pretty good. Well, next week we're gonna find out if that's like the movie with his goat performance. What do you mean? Oh, it's next week's Spine Three Hundred. Yes, it is. Holy shit! I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Fucking story of a prostitute is two ninety nine. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's that's pen, so funny. It's, it's it's the penultimate. <laughs> oh my god! Fucking Sujin Suzuki, get out of here! Oh man, we're gonna have, we're gonna have some words about this fucking guy. This fucking yeah. this son of a bitch. Well, we, we might as well get to. I mean, we only have oh, one but, email. Well, right? uh, we're getting there. We're getting there. Foodie question yeah. of the week. We got questions, RJ. Oh, right. And I, I like this one. I like this one. Okay. Where do you all stand on fudge? Personally, I rarely eat it since it is so sweet, but hot fudge on ice cream is awesome. Would you say there are any sweet treats in Canadian fudge shops that you don't see in the U.S.? Oh, I don't know. I've never been to one in the U.S. Uh, yeah. But fudge. Fudge is awesome. Probably maple shops we have a lot more of. Do we? Well, well I mean, to, we, like, don't we, like we, we don't have, like, we don't, shops, we, we do don't, have maple I know we have, like, we have that, like, there's that place in Banff that just is, like, yeah, it's, like, it's got, like, candy store. yeah, all the big candy stuff where you get the caramel apples. Mmm. Mm. Caramel apples. Caramel so, apples. Uh, yeah, fudge. Fudge can be really good. Um, well, they don't call you Fudge Duncan for nothing. <laughs> yeah, the fudger. <sighs> the fudger. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. Uh, uh, I especially think especially after a hot day. Yeah, I like hard fudge though. I don't like it to be too crumbly or too like. Uh, oh, yeah, like I like I like it hard. Like it's got to have bite to it, kind of. Yeah, thing. that's not. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, I don't want it to be crumbly. That's dog. Cra- that means it's like old. Yeah, desiccated. I'm not like it. Do- I don't really. I'm not a huge fan of the gooey fudge either. Like I like it to have actual like more like brownie t- consistency where it's like it's got some. Got some girt. Girt. Some girt. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You know about girt, Jared? Actually, you know what? I just realized the one Canadian thing we have that probably other places don't have is uh, Nanaimo bars. Right. Nanaimo bars. But would the rest of the world like them, though? Probably not. Like, I, I remember as a little kid, I always took them because they looked great and I would eat it. And I was like, is this good? I don't know. Uh, but then I eventually I was like, yeah, these are good. Uh, send uh, JP and his family some Nanaimo bars, RJ. Make it happen. Yeah, I'll just put that in the mail. That'll yeah. uh, make it, right? I think so. I, I mean, it should hold. It should keep. I mean, I think they would keep okay, but it would definitely. Overnight uh, it. Overnight it. They would open that up for sure. They give some some TSA guy would have a whiff out of that and eat yeah, it. Those sons of bitches. Sons of bitches. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure TSA would have anything to do with that. 
that TSA guy would have a whiff of it, and yeah. he would maybe take a bite. He, he yeah. just he just shows up in like other offices and just does their work for him. Says, oh, "I'm looking for some some canned." They're the TSA Jarrett. They, they can go wherever I, they well, want. It is true, but I think I, I don't know if they're like they have unlimited powers, like extend beyond the airport. Well, and like unlimited power corrupts wait, unlimited. Wait, wait, right? What you, you got to watch out for is the uh, park rangers. Park rangers? Yeah. The, the, what are this, yeah, the ranger services. What are park, they? Park doing? or park services? They're uh, you gotta watch out. That's what I'm saying. All right. Yeah, all they, right, they well. have, there's all sorts of like weird loopholes. Well, I mean, their their work truck is a canoe, so like anyone who's canoeing around, like I mean, that sounds cool, but like I would be a little weary because it's like, what how'd you what'd you do to get here? You know what I mean? It's, Who did so, you talk? To? Okay, but do you think there actually is like hot fudge that is put on ice cream, or is it just like? It's just chocolate. It's sauce, just chocolate. Probably. It's just chocolate yeah. syrup. Chocolate syrup. I would be, I would be amazed if there was ever an instance where someone caught, said it was hot fudge and it actually was. Fudge. That was served yeah. to me. Yes, yeah, I think I've never a, been to a gourmet store. Yeah, that's so. not a. Yeah, and I man, fudge too sweet, no such thing. Ooh, no such well, thing. They don't call you fudge Duncan for nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's that's where the F stands for. I know. I'm aware. I'm aware. Tell me your social insurance too. While we're at it, Rancis Fudge, Rancis Fudge Dungan, uh, or just uh, gross. Or, or is it Duckin? Duckin? It could be Duckin. Sure. Yeah. Francis. Game talk. What are some of your favorite open world games? Sandbox games? I played Fallout mm-hmm. Three and New Vegas a bunch, along with GTA Four, Skyrim, and Red Dead Redemption. Thanks for the time, gents, and have a great show. Pretty good shoe. Uh, um, I don't play a ton of open world stuff. Uh, I mean, a couple of years ago when Zelda Breath of the Wild came out, I played that. That was awesome. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I would be hard pressed to even, other than like Zeldas and like. Oh, it's like if, whenever you get to round uh, to playing MGS Five, that's open world, right? Oh, that is yeah. I, I think I will eventually. I'm playing XCOM right now, and fuck it is. Oh, why are you doing that to yourself? Well, I like turn-based stuff, and but like that, I mean, that, I love aliens, uh, but like there really? there's so many options, it's almost too much. It's that's, almost too that's much. the whole thing because that starts getting into like statistical shit, right? Like yeah. if you do this and this, and it's like oh, it's ninety nine point two percent. You're like, well, better take that shot than miss. You go miss. fuck you, and then you die, and you're like. Fuck, yep. fuck this. Fuck I, this I'm, game. <laughs> I know. I, I don't know if I'll actually get to the end, but so far, I think I'm like three hours in, and I actually really enjoy it because I do like turn-based stuff, but it does seem like too much. Like uh, uh, Mario Rabbids actually was the perfect amount of turn-based stuff because like, you could do some customization, but it wasn't like every decision didn't like break the game for you, which was nice. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know, uh, I don't know what open-world games I have. Hmm. I don't know. What about you? Yeah, I mean that boob r- game that you were playing a while ago. Boob game? Yeah, weren't you playing a game with like uh, breasty, like medieval woman? What? No, that, that that was a side scroller beat 'em up. Oh, <laughs> so that's not open world. Whatever, whatever that game was called, <laughs> Dragon something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't do too many. It's, okay. Uh, yeah. What, what do we, what get, do we got it's here? Too much. Yeah, MGS Five. Yeah, I never ever play. I don't, I don't really do these. Just feel like jobs if you're going to play any of them. Yeah, it's almost like I I see why people like the open world because like 
you can do so much stuff. But for me, it's almost a downfall where it's like Breath of the Wild. I thought like you, there was enough, again, enough of that stuff, but not too much that it was overwhelming. So Nintendo's good at it. I tried playing The Witcher 3 a while ago on Switch and it was way too complicated. I was like, I'm not into this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have to fucking. Uh, yeah, it is too much. It was way too much. But whatever. Whatever. Like, whatever, man. You uh, you ever hear about uh, wobbling moons? No. Apparently, the moon's going to wobble. And it's, oh, it's gonna, I did it's, see that. It's going to fuck up uh, some shit down here on Earth. Yeah, the tides. Not nice. Did you, Not nice. Equally bad. Did you see those craft dinner uh, boosters that they made where it's like, uh, like it's like, Kind of like the cheese packet, but it's oh. like sweet flavors, like cotton candy I th- I th- and shit. I, th- I thought you were talking about vaccine boosters. No, craft like, dinner boosters. Well, they'll probably make a vaccine one, but uh, from craft fuck, dinner? that sounds gross. Would you want your mac and cheese to taste like cotton candy? God, no. Yeah, I, like who is that Why? for? I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Doesn't make sense. I don't get it. Does it make sense? Vile. I don't get it. Vile. Yeah. Well, oh well, what are you going to do? Wait, that's it for emails, mon frere. Well, shit, what happened to Froger? Gone. They're all gone. Where's uh, where's um, uh, Sam Loveland? Where's Sam Sanchez? You, me, and JP. What, did we chase everyone away? Yep, they're gone. No more. Mm -hmm. Like I said, they're out living life doubtful who, who who watches movies not us well, not when eight, we can't eight, don't 80, have to. 80 million dollars worth of people saw black widow in america <sighs> they they tuned they, they turned in uh, does I mean, that include at home purchases nope nope they made another they made 30 million at home gotcha not bad not bad um yeah so that's about what i would expect like that's like i think that could, potentially could be a not a good sign for a lot of movies. Cause like there's just people who are like, they're only going to see Marvel movies and yeah. are they going to see like whatever in theater just because they can go to the theater again? There'll be those people. Cause essentially oh, yeah. that's all the studios are making movies for at this point are the, for the people who go to see movies now. Well, that's what uh big boy, Kevin Feige said, right? He said, Marvel movies are made to be watched in a theater full of people. He said, we don't make them any other way. I mean, it's like that's a weird that's, thing to say. I think he's wrong on that because I think he is. That's make, what he said. I, 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 yeah, I think that. I don't know. I think he. They're making movies that are for like essentially they're going to be, they're engineered to be successful to people who are going to see movies in theaters now. Yeah, and then the, but people love it anyway. People watch these at home. Like that's where their life really is. Um, yeah, they, they have these big draws. It has this it has this built in fan base. I don't mm-hmm. know. This idea they're making movies that like they have to be seen in theater. You're like, no, they don't. See, I I think they're, that's horseshit. Yeah, too. like I've seen your movies in theater and I've seen them at home, and I don't like the men either way. So yeah, I, I don't. I, I can't. I, I don't know. I can't yeah. speak to the people who do like these movies a lot. Um, doesn't matter how samey they are, or the the critique of them. They seem to be critic yeah. critic proof because whenever people go, oh yeah, it's not so bad. Oh, what do they make Taskmaster a chick or something like that? And I hear that and I go. Ah, right. Yeah. Well, and like for me too, like I I think that's horseshit as well because it's like, you know what a good movie is? A movie that's made when you don't give a fuck where it's being watched. You just want to make a good movie and then it's good in theaters and at home. 
that's a good movie. Yeah. When you make it explicitly for one or the other, it's like. But they're not like. like it's why, like, yeah, it's clearly like, not true. I even say that. That's it's just. Weird. I mean, whatever. It's something he says, and I'm like, I don't even think he thinks that's true. Other than that's yeah. what you'd want to encourage people to do is go see your thing in theater go and pay the and pay yeah. like an exorbitant price to see it because that's how they make their money. <laughs> it's by you going to see it in theater. So I said, he'll say things like that, and it's like, no. Like you're not, I don't know. Um, I think like 10% of the population of the world is like definitely easily like just like America even uh, are not going out. They're still like, what about this COVID thing that everyone else is saying is done? Even though, you know, you read the guardian and it's like, Oh no, it's raging on because one part of the world hoarded all the vaccine. Which, Um, Which part? Um, this one. The the one Creepsville? yeah well the, uh, Creepsville personally we got oh, all shit. we got we got all our shots so we're Damn. fine but you know the rest of the world isn't and uh, that's going to work out great I'm assuming when you know that's where new variants come from and maybe they'll be worse maybe they'll be minor no one really knows which which variant is your body going to uh, incubate the Zeta none none because no? uh, none nope. Because we're going to keep those borders closed. Uh, France was angry at us. France? Yeah. They're like, hey, open your borders. Merci beaucoup. Hey, Marie, open your borders. And, oh, and, and, and I say, oh. and I, then I say, no, no France. But, they're, but it's weird because they're also basically making it mandatory to get vaccinated, but not really. Mm. They're like, yeah, you're not going to be able to do stuff if you don't. And then millions of people signed up the next day because they're like, holy shit. Like this, this government could actually do that, and it's not like here where I, I'm going to have a court challenge and be like, "Yeah, we'll see about that." Yeah, good luck. Yeah, our government also tried to sue the American government for uh, X, uh, Keystone XL. Look how well that's going. Doesn't work. You can't just sue people. Oh yes, we can. I mean, you can, but like it doesn't it doesn't usually amount to much. That's cool. That's that's that was great movie news. I think right. There's no movies coming out, dude. Wow. Hey, what you been creeping on this week, RJ? Star Trek. Oh, no. I was going to watch that Gundam, but I just didn't have time. Just didn't get to it. What the fuck? So, I mean, I could tell you about Star Trek a little bit and then... Sweet, merciful crap. I mean, yeah, that's okay. We started late today anyway, so... And there's no email, so we can... Yeah, fuck it. Fuck them. We'll do it live. Fuck them. All right. Uh, wait, do you have anything to talk about or not? Mm, uh, I only watched like a few episodes of Babs 5. And, Are you almost uh, done? No, fuck. I've slowed right down. I've like, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, I've, uh, yeah, been occupied, RJ. And uh, no, but you just I, 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 I to synth and making minis. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, other, other things, RJ. Oh, big, God. Big, big plans. Doing, Ugh. doing commissions. Paint, paint. Of minis? Yep. The fuck? Do you got a side gamble going on over there? What's going on? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Can I get into this? I'll what? paint minis. You'll, you'll paint mini figs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be called bad minis. Or bad figs. Bad figs? And it'll be like, they'll be exactly as advertised? Yeah. We're just like, yeah. Look, look at this one's face. Well, it's like, you've you seen that brand of coffee in town from uh, the local establishment, Bad Coffee? No. It's called Bad Coffee from Cuppers, and uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think it's good. <laughs> so it's not just a clever name. It's not like the shitty Beatles. You know what I mean? 
if you watched Wayne's World more, you would get, you would understand that joke. I see. All right. Well, okay. So you, you only watched a couple episodes. Not much to report then, or what? Um. Fuck. Yeah. No, I got nothing. Uh, Babylon Five still good. Nice mm-hmm. little. Uh, I don't know. There's like some filler episodes, like like the, the, the doctor. He's got some. He's got some real, uh, not Bashir energy, but it's like, what's up with these doctors that are like they're, they try to give him storylines? <laughs> it's like know. I'm a drug addict. <laughs> it's like, but it's like, but it goes on for a long time, and then they're like suddenly doing a withdrawal thing, and be like, it's because the it can be in your system for like months and have no impact. And then it sneaks mm-hmm. up on you. You're like, what? <laughs> it's like, I see. You, did you just think of that? Because you wanted to do some thing where like, well, I can't give you that information that you needed because I've had to quit being the doctor because I'm a drug addict. I mean, that might be what it is. I mean, you know when you don't get drug addict addictions is when your doctor is a holographic projection. <laughs> but then he he yearns for life and that, that thirst for life is even more powerful than any addiction could be. Do you know what I mean, Jerry? Mm. Yeah, I don't know why it's like that, but they do. It's either that or they make it so that your doctor was a genetically enhanced being mm-hmm. and is just smarter than everyone else. Yeah. And but then, just which, which, as never, a matter, which, matter which just never comes into play. No, it never. Other than him spouting off statistics once in a while, we have a one in 18,000 billion, billion percent chance of making out of this alive. And you go, okay, Julian. Okay. Good to know. Jared. All right. Well, you want me to tell you about some uh, Voyager? He doesn't sound excited, but I'm going to tell him anyways. Do it. Tell me. Uh, uh, so we're in season five still. Here's episode 514. Uh, and here's my rating. A fun old man. Three out of four stars. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get all that, Jared? Uh, a fun old man. Three out of four stars. Okay. This is a, a Moby Dick episode. So uh, Voyager gets eaten by a nebula that's actually... Um, half of Voyager's flying into nebulas to try to harness their power. It's, it's fucking weird. But uh, it gets eaten by a nebula, but it actually turns out it's like a, an actual like space worm. And uh, they're stuck in there, and the only people... Everyone gets like brainwashed by the, in, the endorphins that the space space worm puts out so that it can eat things more easily and the only people immune are seven and the doctor which is a another trope that has uh come up because they're the only good characters so they just mm-hmm. well chakotay is good too and he he does get his um whenever they need a spirit quest they give chakotay an episode but uh other than that they're like okay seven and the doctor that's who we're gonna stick with for a while uh, but then they encounter a really fun old man who's also in the space worm and he's just like he's like yeah He's like, uh, I'm here fighting this shit. He's like, it sucks, though. We're inside its guts. And then you go, oh, sh- shit. Spooky. Spooky. It's a good episode, though. I liked it. Okay. I thought it was good. Yeah. So that was uh, 514. That was Bliss. And then we go to 515 and 516. And this is the one thing. I, I really don't like that IMDb combines two parters. Uh, and Netflix does that as well. But in Crave and everything else, it's still separate episodes. So... I have it as 515 and 516, and this is Dark Frontier is what the episode is called. But I got uh, 515, um, and I don't have a fun rating, uh, title for this, but again, I have to say Tom Paris is just a huge prick. 
it's so like I'm telling every time it pops up, I, I'm telling you. Uh, and then do people not know that seven is Borg? High three. This is a high three episode, Jared. Whoa. This is uh, the introduction of the Borg Queen from for- First Contact, <gasps> which I understand is a controversial uh, to thing. Because uh, she blew up. Well, she did blow up, and this is, and it's really weird too. Like uh, in First Contact, it's 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 not as bad, but like, um, so in five sixteen, uh, I have Borg Queen individualism, and that's I just have a three out of four. The, these aren't four out of four star episodes, but um, it's a two parter about like again, individualism versus collectivism, and so uh, they have the Borg Queen, which is some. Even though the Borg is a collective, they've kind of made a figurehead, and it's a Borg queen, and they they kidnap Seven of Nine because she's unique, so they want her and stuff like that. But it's kind of like, at the same time, it's like, why don't you just do what the people did? Just take one of your Borg drones and make them human again. Hmm. Same idea, no? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, then, but, but then you wouldn't they wouldn't need the Voyager, and then it wouldn't be part of the episode it would just be happening and then the show wouldn't exist at all uh so the this two-parter it is cool you do see you see the borg home world which is just like a series of geometrical shapes it's just like squares and circles and rectangles and i was like that's cool i like that Mm -hmm. uh you have one thing uh called the assimilation chambers and i think that is very cool Mm -hmm. um the one thing I, i found a little bit annoying was on voyager like they're still talking like uh, like seven of nine's been on the ship for like three years, and then they're like they're still like a uh, year and a half because year and a half because she joined like at the beginning of season four. But in the uh, in the terms of the time on the ship, she's been there for a while. And, like all the people are super comfortable with her, and there's there's been episodes where it's like she has gotten over her borgness, and like as a as a ship, they're like, yeah, you're good, you're you're here to stay. Like she's had opportunities to leave with the Borg, and she hasn't before. But, um, uh, but like, yeah, she'll be walking and Tom Paris will be like, we're talking about Borg after all. What is a Borg? Kill him. Kill the Borg. And she's like right behind him. And it's like, ooh. And you're like, who wrote this shit? Like, what the f- Like, I don't, I don't get it. But, uh. The, the first part of this episode is really cool. It's a, it's like a heist where their their plan is to go in Janeway's plan. She always has the worst plans that always result in like just like destruction for Voyager. Uh, and then just ha- like by chance, uh, like they're they work out OK, but not the way they wanted. So but her plan is to go into a Borg cube and steal stuff because they're not on the Borg radar yet. Right. So it's a, it's a heist episode. I think I've actually seen like a clip of this on it's youtube the, and like her like and, her, and she's like let's do it yeah <laughs> like growling about it she she does do that actually so it's like her chakotay tuvok seven of nine and i can probably neelix like it's so it's so weird what they've done with neelix now he's just a jack of all trades he does everything he helps in the medical bay he's like a fucking engineer in some episodes and he's like no this was like a space shrimp that you found on a planet who didn't know anything it's like he shouldn't be able to do well, any he, of he was things. a he was a scavenger with a ship he was a scavenger but it's like they have him doing like complicated federation stuff and you're just like there's no way neelix can do this shit it doesn't make well, sense i mean maybe he's like one of those like i don't know maybe the his racial characteristics is that he's a quick learner and be, being on a ship for like you know four years is the equivalent years. of being in starfleet because he's got nothing else better yeah. to do when he's not cooking 
I mean, that's true. And he does. There are a lot of episodes where he's making efforts to learn more. So he is valuable. So like, I don't I, I don't actually mind Neelix. I think he's fine. I don't think the first two seasons when Kess is around, it's not great. But uh, he's not that bad now. I just feel like they misuse him a lot where it's just like it's like, what is he? It's like you put him in all these different like put all these different hats on him. It's like, just pick one. Just do one thing with him. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. But anyways, the first episode's cool. It's like a heist episode. So they, they try to go in, and then what happens is the Borg actually kidnaps Seven of Nine. And then the second part is they're going – they have a rescue mission to go to Borg City, uh, Borgville, and uh, steal back Seven of Nine. So they're good. I like them. Like, I, after I watch them, just by – like, honestly, just by chance, because, like, I don't actually read a lot of Star Trek stuff unless it pops up on Reddit. But I saw on Reddit someone was talking about these episodes, like, right after I watched them by chance. I was like, oh, cool. So I, like, clicked on it, and, like, people were shitting all over this fucking thing, hating it, hating it. Is it because it's – it's because the Borg thing has, like, gone so far from, yeah. like, how good they were and it's, it's this, like, existential threat? Yeah. And now they're it's, just, like – uh, another race that they're having. Yeah. yeah. It's that. And then it's also, they don't like that. The Borg queen is basically an individual when it's supposed to be a collective or whatever. I don't know. The other, the other prominent thing in this two parter is green spotlights. There are so many fucking green spotlights in this mm-hmm. thing. Jared. The Borg queen's walking around and they just have green spotlights on her following her around. And it's like, is that necessary? <laughs> TV budget, baby. Make it, make, yeah. it, make it spooky. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought they were good episodes, but yeah. uh, they're not. They're not all time Borg, Borg bangers, but uh, they're pretty good. So I don't know. Uh, how many more you want, Jarrett? Oh, what do you got? I mean, I have the whole season, but that's way too whoa, many. Whoa, you did you did it? Yeah, but I haven't watched any of season six yet. Okay. Well, just one. So here, I'll give you a couple more. This one you'll like. This one you'll like a lot, Jarrett. Okay. Uh, Five seventeen. Harry Kim gets an STD, one out of four stars. Oh, and that that is a not an uh, an RJism. They they meet an alien race. They are forbidden to mingle with them. But Harry Kim's like, I'm gonna go bang this chick. I don't care. So he fights Janeway on it. He goes in. He has sex with her, and then he starts emitting a weird light, and it's because of their <laughs> intimate relations. So uh, remember, he gets an STD. Remember when Jordy became like a uh, invisible like lizard man? <laughs> yeah, fuck, that was good. See, I, I I have enough distance from TNG now where it's like at the time I was probably like this is goofy, but now it's just like yeah, lizard uh, Jordy. Well, I mean, there's the visuals in the episode are pretty cool, but that episode is not good. Yeah, equally, this episode is not good, and it's actually called the disease oh, as well. Oh, damn. Like it's it's an STD. That's all it is. It's an infection. So if I was Garrett Wang, I would be pissed too, where he's like, seven of nine took all the good rolls, man. And all I got is STIs. All I got was an STI. And I'm light, and I've got light pouring out of me to show that I did have sex with that person. Yeah, and then you go, okay, <laughs> weird. Okay, here's another good one for you, Jared. 518, uh, Goo Clone Wars. Zero out of four stars. Ooh, how many zeros have uh, Voyager received at this point? I think we've had two zeros and maybe a negative one or maybe three zeros. I did not like this at all. It's called Course Oblivion. 
So do you remember, I think it was a season before where they encounter that goo race and then Janeway's like, or the goo becomes sentient and wants to take everyone's DNA. Yep. And they're like, we need this. And Janeway just gives them the entire crew's DNA. And like, I didn't like it then either. So this episode, Jared, which actually some people might like this, but it really, it really, I didn't like it at all. Uh, it's all about the goo people. So it starts for like 10 minutes and you think it's them. And then people start like dissolving and then they realize they're like, oh, we're the goo people. We need to go home, uh, which sounds good, but uh, I was just I was really annoyed by it because they all know that they're goo, but then goo Janeway is like, no, we still have to make it home to Earth, and goo Chicote uh, is just like goo Chuche and goo 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 way goo way and goo Cote yeah Chagute Chagute that's Chagute. Chagute is just like, he's like, Earth isn't our home. We're made out of goo. Go back to the goo planet. And then Goo Way is just like, no, we're going back home. And then eventually their plane, their ship just turns to goo. And then they all die. And that's it. That's, that's it. That's the whole episode? Yeah. There's, that's it. Does Voyager show up at all? Other than They the show goo? up right at the end and then they go, oh, there's just uh, trace elements of goo. Wow. And then you go, okay. So that, and like, that, that I, episode is, yeah, that, that sounds like zero stars. I, I could see some people loving this. Like, so in the same reason that I love that uh, the jaunt episode where Tom Paris becomes a lizard, like the reason people hate that episode, I could see, but I liked it. I could see people liking this episode, but I hate it. I just, within 10 minutes, you realize they're the goo people. And like, normally I'd be okay with that. But I was like, it was like, nothing matters in this anymore. Like, no. go back to the goo planet. Mm-hmm. So, um, that was a weird episode, Jerp. Yeah. But this next one, I'm seeing the rating on IMDb, and I don't agree with this. Um, I have, uh, what the fuck is this? What did I call this? Uh, 519, Spirit Quest Boxing Nebula Aliens, three out of four stars. Whoa. This is Chagute. Uh, and uh, there's quote unquote the crazy gene gets brought up in this one because uh, there's a crazy old uh, relative. And um, this is one of Chakotay's Spirit Quest episodes, which I know is problematic now because a white guy wrote them all. But um, uh, I, I kind of liked it. It's it's got like um, the fuck. It's got the, that the, you know uh, Mickey from <laughs> from like uh, Rocky. Yeah. He he's training Chakotay boxing, and then it's like it's like a dream thing where he can't, like Chakotay bounces in and out of reality a bunch, and then he starts he just fights a nebula, <laughs> like it's it's like a boxing thing. But when you look into its eyes, it's just space and stars and stuff oh, like that. Okay. I I, I kind of liked it. I don't know. All right. It's got it's got All a right. five point one on IMDb. Okay. I thought it was good. I don't know. All right. All right. <laughs> I. Do you want I, maybe one more? Yeah, uh, you're flowing I mean, I, here. You're flowing. Okay, you you tell me when to stop. But this this is a good one. Five twenty. Holy fuck! It's George Costanza. Three out of four stars. Costanza. This is Costanza. This is a good episode actually. It's called Think Take. Uh, and you've I, I sent you pictures of of this when I was watching it. Uh, uh, did you? I thought so. A picture of George and uh. Like of Jason Alexander in um, alien makeup? I thought I did. Uh, no. Or, no. Oh, you did. Ah, it, it was like a week. Or two. I didn't know who that. Well, I mean, how am I supposed to recognize him from that one photo? Oh, I recognized immediately that it was. George. Wow, once he's talking, it'd be clear. Oh yeah. 
this, this episode is cool, man. I liked it. It's a uh, George is part of this race of just super smart nerds, and they're all or they're not a, even a race. They're just like a band of uh, it's like five different races of aliens. Like he's just got a big head. There is a big sentient whale that's part of the ship. Uh, there's a robot. Uh, there is a jellyfish and then there's like another alien and uh, they go around and they like they trade with civilizations to solve problems for them. But a lot of the time they're like starting the problems because they want something. So they go and start a problem for Voyager and then they're just like uh, they're like we have the solution and Janeway's like awesome. What do you want? And they're like we want seven of nine because obviously uh they're like she's unique and we want her and uh then it's a battle between these guys but i thought it was good man i george was good i liked him nice i liked seeing george jared george costanza did anyone ask if it was cashmere uh there was some feeling of materials mm-hmm. in uh in this just a little a, tw- a little twitch of the fingers wearing, you know wearing a gore-tex coat it's gore-tex jared you gotta watch for gore-tex do you want some more or... sure do, do it we're, we're running we're, it's gonna be a short episode i think so well, i mean we, we started late anyways but okay uh 521 alien 3 on a garbage truck two out of four stars oh that sounds sounds I, that, awesome this does sound amazing but this is another will Bolana ever not be angry? angry. Oh boy. Episode she's she's so, struggling. She's every fucking episode. That's the only thing they know how to what to do with the character. So it's ten minutes of her fucking freaking out on people and like fighting people for whatever reason. She's just like, I just can't control my anger, man. And then uh Tuvok's like, just do it. He's like, just don't be angry. He's like, it's pretty fucking easy. And she's like, I just can't do it, man. And then so there's a race of like garbage truck aliens that they've popped up before. They just like leak toxic waste out into space and then go back to their ho- uh, home. And uh, I think Tony Todd is in this episode. Actually, I think he's one of the garbage truck aliens. It might be him. It sounded like I didn't actually look. It just sounded like him. Um, uh, what is this? This episode's called uh, Juggernaut. Uh, and so. They're, it's the garbage truck people, and then they start like exploding, and Voyager comes into path with them, but they can't get out of like out of range before the garbage truck is going to explode and blow up everyone. So they're like, okay, we got to go in and fix it. And while they're in there, it's just like a greasy, sweaty, like steamy garbage truck, and there's something in the steam going around picking people off. Um, and it's kind of like a prison ship. So I was like, this looks like Alien 3 to me. It's kind of what it's like, which sounds cool. But yeah, the big bummer is it's a, uh, it's all about Bavana being angry again. And it's just like, I don't care anymore. I don't, I don't, but you do actually get to see, and this is the first time I've ever seen an actual sonic shower. So they've talked about him a lot, but you get, they, they, uh, CGI a sonic shower in this one. Ooh. So it's like Bavana just gets in and then it's just like, particles start like coming off of her like that's all it was huh but it's the first instance i was like i was like this is the first time they've ever actually shown what a sonic shower is i think right worth a note uh 522 or do you i don't know if you have any questions on that i have nothing i've got nothing i'm just i'm i want you're just here for the ride i'm letting it flow over me i I wasn't i'm trying to get home rj 
Will they ever make it home? Will she ever not be angry? Will Tom Paris ever not be an asshole? Uh, as far as I can tell, no. Will, will I ever? Will, will the doctor I, ever be a, a human? Will I, seven of nine ever be a human? Yeah. What is it to be human? What is it to be a human? What is, is, will what, Tuvok ever not be weird? What? And then there's yeah, he's like particularly weird for a Vulcan. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And then, well, then he can't and, ever not get kidnapped. Well, clearly he stopped because they, they've uh, abandoned the the kidnapping thread like for a while now. Yeah, which is good. He's not a great character. Because how many? What was the wing watch up to? Uh, eight. That's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, and that well, that was all in two seasons. Yeah, like when as soon as seven of nine came. Uh, Wang, uh, Garrett Wang stopped yeah. getting kidnapped. It's, it's one thing for other characters to get kidnapped, but when it all happens to one guy, one guy, because like, it happens frequently. What do we do with this Asian American man? Kidnap him. Kidnap him, I guess, because we don't want to do anything else. He'll keep, maybe we'll give him an STI. <laughs> yeah, it's like give him an STI, and you go, okay. I see. Uh, speaking of STIs, uh, five twenty-two. Uh, She's All That, written by M. Night Shyamalan. Three out of four stars. Ooh. This is also the sex education of Seven of Nine. Oh, dear. So, so Seven of Nine is like, I want... Uh, this is a good episode, by the way. It's uh, Someone to Watch Over Me. It's a Doctor Seven of Nine episode, because oh. those are the only good ones. Uh, Seven of Nine's like, I want a mate. Uh, she's like, I feel like I should. I feel like... She's like, I, I feel more human. I should do it. Uh, so she goes to the doctor, and the doctor gives her like... um dating classes but jared would you believe that the doctor he falls in love with seven of nine i can't believe it and uh at the start he makes a bet with tom paris because tom paris is an asshole and then in front of seven of nine tom paris goes can you believe we made a bet doctor on if you could make her human or not this fucking borg beast and then he walks away and then the uh seven of nine's like oh i thought you liked me and the doctor's like i do like you but it's it's too late. It's Damn. too late, Jared. Damn. Damn. So yeah, it's a she's all that episode. Uh and it's it's pretty good. They uh they do some singing together. They sing You Are My Sunshine. It's a it's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. Also, one of the guys from Kids in the Hall is in this episode. Uh and he plays like he's which, from a which one? Uh I think it's Scott. Oh, okay. Scott. Thomas. Okay. I think. Oh, this episode is directed by uh Tom Paris. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Scott Thompson is the uh, yeah. kids in the hall guy in this. Yeah, he he comes from a race of aliens that's like um super uh, orthodox. Like they they pray all day. They don't consume anything that's bad for him. But once he gets to the ship, he's like, show me the women. Show me the liquor. <laughs> and Neelix is like, OK. And he just gets really drunk and and does a bunch of stuff. And it's pretty funny. I liked oh, it. Dear. I'm just looking at a he's a very strange looking alien. It's kind of like they they only show his face. Other than that, he's like under a hood, but there's like some kind of like weird weird crest around yeah. his ears that pops out. It's like they like bulged around the ear or like the cheekbone or something. It's it's strange. He was good though. I liked him. I thought he was he was fun. It's like bring all the kids in the hall into this thing. Why not? Get some Canadians in here. Right, Jared? Creepzillians. Yeah, get him in here. Uh, you want me? Uh, Five twenty-three. Winnebago Janeway. Two out of four stars. Aw, dang. So this takes place in in the year two thousand, uh, and it's Janeway's ancestor, and it talks about it's like her great 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 grandma, 
how she met her great 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 grandpa. <clears throat> wow. That's it. That's what and, I want. That's what I want from my Voyager. Yeah. And it, it's played like Janeway plays herself, obviously, but there's a bunch K- of like Kate, uh, Kate Mulgrew. Yeah, she's in there. And then uh, what's his name? You you remember the Zodiac Killer? Yeah, the guy from the Drew Carey or, show, or Arthur, uh, whatever it's like, uh, <laughs> or like um, Francis McDermott's husband in uh, Fargo. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he's in this for a bit. Uh, Neil Armstrong is in this for a little bit. Uh, Tarek Ergen, who the fuck is that? He looks like he's from Lethbridge. No, somewhere else. There's another old guy. <laughs> he looks this. like he's from Lethbridge. <laughs> there is another old guy in this. Like, if you see, oh, okay, wait, who is this guy? Kevin Teague. Do you know Kevin Teague? T I G H E. Oh. If you saw this guy, you'd know him immediately. Is he the he's guy in... who was in like Sons of Anarchy? Maybe he's oh, in. Oh no, different. Fucking a million things. This guy. No. Oh, he was in Lost. Oh, that guy. That was like T- oh, yeah. that T. Okay, okay, okay. Kevin T. Is it Teague or Tich? Yeah, I don't know. yeah. But he's, he's the a, original. He's always kid. a. He's a big old dickhead. Is usually in stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in this one, he's uh, he owns a small. He, he, he looks like he, doesn't he, he looks like it. he might be the mayor. I don't know. He's not, but he is fighting for the city. Yeah. Yeah, and he's the he's the original Janeway, and uh, so then Janeway, she's her own grandma in this, because obviously, and then uh, she goes and does that, and then at the end of it, like it's really weird. It could have just been a, a full hour flashback, but then they sometimes like cut back, and seven of nine is like, what is genetics? And they're like, well, seven, we got to tell you it's more, it's about family. It's about family. It's like fast and a furious. And then it, she's like, interesting. Humans are strange. And like, that's it. That it just ends. Family. Family. And you go, Oh, that's weird. Anyways. You want some more? Well, you might as well finish season five because here we are. I only got three episodes do, left. Just do it. Okay. Fucking do it. Uh, 524, temporal psychosis. Three out of four stars. A low three. You know, uh, this three. might be a good idea because for the next four weeks, we've got guests and maybe we won't be talking about the uh, Voyager. No, that's actually a really good call. Yeah, so let's finish this fucker off. Yeah. So 524 is an episode called Relativity. And they drop uh, the quote temporal psychosis, uh, and uh, this is a low three. It's it's a good episode. It's it didn't blow my blow my dick off, but uh, it is good. Uh, Seven gets recruited as a um a time agent. So uh, in the it's like those time cops that they've popped up in Voyager before when Voyager went to the nineties, and um, something is gonna blow up Voyager, but it shouldn't be there. So the time cops are there to stop it and they recruit seven of nine to go and fix it. And uh, so she gets put into loops in, uh, in Voyager. It's pretty cool. It's a good episode. It's like an ending where it's like two of the same Spider-Man's pointing at each other meme <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so the endings, whatever, but the episode itself is not bad. Not bad. Uh, so I liked it. Tight, tight. 525. How the doctor learned uh, to love the bomb. Two out of four stars. Oh. So this starts off as a Harry Kim episode where yep. he he's uh, he is the acting commander uh, in during the night shift, which doesn't make sense because he's still present during the day shift. So it's like this dude's got to sleep sometime. You guys didn't think this through, but it's kind of like we're giving you more responsibility, Harry Kim. Uh, so he's like he's in charge and they find a. Uh, a distress signal so they go get it 
and it turns out to be like this high advanced warhead, but it has like it's sentient and it thinks it's a person. So what happens is they bring it on, they try to disable it, and then the warhead and the doctor switch places. So it's a, it's a body swap episode. Okay. So the doctor's like standing up for the warhead, and he's like, "Yeah, the bomb's okay. He doesn't know he's a bomb." And then they switch parts, and then uh, like the doctor Robert Picardo gets to ham it up a little bit as like a maniacal mustache twist twisting guy. But I just don't like body swap stuff, and it's okay. But at the same time, I'm like, this doesn't need to exist, mm-hmm. kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Here's one for you, Jarrett. Five twenty-six. Body swap again. One out of four stars. <laughs> oh dear. And this is the season finale. Yeah. And I actually wrote "Oh fuck off" as my note. Uh, <laughs> this is it because the episode started really strong. I actually really, really liked it until the last five minutes, and I went "fuck this." I, I, I completely, I turned it off. I didn't even finish it until the next day. So they, Voyager encounters another Federation ship that's been lost in the Delta Quadrant. Oh, cool. And uh, which is cool. Uh, but these guys are banged up they were a science vehicle uh, vessel they've been there for way longer uh and there's only like 10 of them left and uh janeway's like how'd you make it this far and they're like we just did man we just did it uh and then they they start to uncover that uh there's this interdimensional alien that pops through in like kind of like waves they were introduced by another race of aliens like and uh they're like oh cool and then this this Federation ship realized that those aliens gave off this, like, uh, what was it called? It was like nuclear, it was some kind of nuclide thing where it was just like, they're like, that's what our warp drives run on. Maybe we can take these aliens, put them in the warp drive, and we'll get better warp ability. And they did. So they were like going like even farther distances. So they, oh, this ship was brought by the caretaker as well. Um, but, uh, so they find out that this ship was has basically just been like genociding an entire alien race to power the uh, the engines, which I was like, I was like, that's a cool idea. It's like animal research ethics. I like this. Um, and Janeway goes full hard and she's like, we're going to blow this fucking ship up. And Chakotay is like, what? He's like, we can't do that. And she's like, yeah, we're going to. She's like, fuck them. And I was like, finally, a decision I actually agree with. So Janeway tries to blow them up and stuff like that. But then what happens in the last five minutes, the doctor goes over, they have a version of the doctor and, uh, but he has his ethical things deleted. And so it's just like, the doctor's like, you can't do this. He's like, yes, I can. And he just whacks his mobile emitter and then he takes his spot. And then that thus creating conflict for, uh, the end of the episode and for the next episode, which I found as body swap alone. Cause I hate that. But even regardless of that, I found it so lazy because it was just like, you guys already had a great conflict here. You didn't need a, you didn't need another one. But now the doctor's at risk. Tune in next season. Next season. Yeah. And like, and that, well, the doctor, oh, they kidnapped seven of nine as well. Oh, yeah. See? <laughs> See, I should have, I should have been counting that because seven has been kidnapped probably four or five times already. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I really liked the episode until then. And then I, I absolutely fucking hated it. And I was just like, fuck this. I, I can't stand this. <laughs> I, lo- I like that. I like that hard turn. Well, I mean, I, I know I, I ream on this stuff all the time, but it's just like, I just, I, I, I think it's lazy. It's just like, this sucks. It sucks that you're doing this. No, fuck off. You know? Fuck them. Fuck them. That's season so, five. That's season five. Yeah. 
Will they get the doctor back, Jared? You'll have to find out will next they, time. Will they ever get home? <laughs> will Pavana ever not be angry? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. Hard to say. Well, that's that. We talked about that's news. That. We talked about everything under the sun, except for two movies that bring bring us here today, this week. Sure. No other reason. So after the break, um, we're going to turn ourselves out and then Excuse uh, me? Make, make a couple bucks. <coughs> <coughs> what? We're, we're going to make some money, RJ. Oh, I like we're, that. Is we're we're, we're, we're going to earn. Uh, like in the wire? But it'll be like fun. It'll seem like it's a lot of fun. Oh, like in The Sopranos? Yeah. Yeah, I could earn, like Polly does. Yeah. Criterion Creeps podcast, and tonight we're talking about a doubleheader, the third doubleheader mm-hmm. in in the the career of Saijin Suzuki in the Criterion Collection: Gate mm-hmm. of Flesh from 1964 and Story of a Prostitute from 1965. Uh, first up, Gate of Flesh. Mm-hmm. What what kind of movie do you think this was going in, RJ? I thought it was a Cronenberg movie, and that I was would, pretty disappointed. That, wouldn't, wouldn't that be sweet? A Cronenberg movie named Gate of Flesh? Like, I would, wouldn't matter which Cronenberg. could be Brandon, even. I would be I would be completely on board with that. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I thought... Uh, I want a horror... I, where's, where's my horror movie called Gate of Flesh? You haven't made it yet, dude. I know. You're going to have to get on that. That's the thing. You just haven't made it yet. No, I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't... Uh, mm-hmm. I guess this is close to what I thought. I don't know. In the shady black markets and bombed out hovels of post-World War II Tokyo, 
A tough mm -hmm. band of prostitutes eke out a dog-eat-dog -dog existence, maintaining tenuous friendships and a semblance of order in a world of chaos. But when a renegade ex-soldier stumbles into their midst, lusts and loyalties clash with tragic results. With Gate of Flesh, visionary director Saijin Suzuki delivers a whirlwind of social critique and pulp drama shot through with brilliant colors and raw emotions. Uh, which emotions are raw ones? Uh, onion. Onion emotions. I mean, there there definitely is color in this movie. There is. I'll, I'll, I'll give them that. There's definitely color. colors. Lovely. Mm -hmm. Very nice fabric, very well uh, cut dresses. Um, that, right. Nice coordination as well for the color. Yeah, it's primaries, yellow, red, blue. I mean, yeah, and I mean, two individual characters as well. Huge, you know? huge. I mean, what are we talking about here? A Godard movie? A Wes Anderson? No, we're talking about Suzuki. What are the primary colors again, Jarrett? Red, blue, yellow. Red, blue. It's, I, I always find it weird that yellow is in there why is that i don't know i just went to thought it was the primary color i mean maybe it's like an ochre maybe a, there's like different palettes that exist I like suppose. okra did you say oh, yeah like okra okay i think okra is green but all right whatever well so this is the thing yellow kind of is it's green a, it's an extract of green i don't know I when I'm doing all this painting and stuff i'm looking at these uh these palettes zorn mm -hmm. a zorn palette and, Zorn? Uh, Zorn. Okay, that sounds cool. There was a painter named Zorn, and uh, he, had, he had a different type of palette. It's like a use cadmium red, a yellow okra, or ochre, and um, uh, white black, and is that everything? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, very, it's a limited palette, but you pretty well make all the colors you need out of that. Hmm. Which colors would you make if you could? What colors would I make? Mm, maybe a yellow with good coverage. I find a lot of yellow. yellows are uh, very uh, thin. I mean, yellow usually has the best coverage, no? No. No? Oh. Do you have, do you own any yellow clothing? Just curious. No. I don't think I do. I have one yellow shirt. It's a yeah. golf shirt. Of course it is. Hey man, it gets hot out there on them uh, on uh, them uh, their uh, golf cart. Uh... Yeah, the, the, th <clears throat> the thing, the thing, whatever those things are called, the fairways out on the course. Oh, when you're hitting some rounds with the boys, having a cold one, it gets uh, pretty uh, pretty hot. Yeah. So, Gate of Flesh is a movie that I had never seen before. Um, I don't know. Sajin Suzuki hasn't lit up my world. Uh, yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, this is based on a novel uh, by uh, Taijiro Tamura. Oh, for sure. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, well, I mean, of course he's one of your faves. <laughs> Who doesn't like a good uh, Tamura film? Well, I mean, he, he also wrote the story in which Story of a Prostitute's based on. Well, it's just, it's like bread and butter. In some, right ways, there. This, in some ways, this is the Tamura Tajiro duology. Uh, is that good? Has he popped up in the collection before? I don't. Is don't... he a frequent collaborator with Seijun Suzuki? Mm, I don't think so. Mm. But but mm. Gate of Flesh has been adapted into a movie four times. Oh, we I didn't watch any of the remakes. Oh, that's fine. 
I, th- mm. I think I think you've seen one gate of flesh. You've seen them all. Was this the first or? Yep, I think okay. so. I'm just gonna then say. I, I'm just gonna say. Yep. Nope. Nope. I'm wrong. <laughs> Nobody's gonna check. I'm, I'm, no, I'm wrong. There was one from 1948, but oh, one from 77, one from 88, and there's apparently one in a 2008 TV drama. God damn it. Mm. That seems like a bit too many gates of flesh, if you know what I mean. So, it's a story as old as time. Uh, young woman gets turned out by criminal dirtbags and um, kind of enters into a uh, sorority uh, with her fellow sex workers. Mm-hmm. Hijinks ensue. What kind of hijinks, Jared? Like beat beat downs, people getting killed, shivved, shot as they're trying to steal from the the army, from the occupying forces of Japan, because this is, as noted, the post-World War II era. Um, Japan is in, you know, trying to cr- get its way out of it, and people are kind of left to, like, you know, figure it out. Uh, mm-hmm. Honestly, if you want to get a better snapshot and just watch a better series of movies than uh gate of flesh uh watch battles without honor and humility what what about uh is that anything like um pretty woman uh d- very different it's like uh japanese oh. yakuza godfather oh. stuff yeah and they're a little bit more punchy have an inc- has an incredible uh score that like punctuates the entire film series it's pretty good I like the, mm. I like those honors without battle, battle or battles without honor or humility. Far more. How, how many are there? Five of the original Jeez. run, and then there's so five parts, and then there actually did new battles without honor or humility. And uh, I haven't seen any of those yet, but I, I hope they're good mm. because oh, Gate, Gate of Flesh. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, Saijin Suzuki, what, the stuff we've talked about before with him, it's like Tokyo Drifter, Branded to Kill. Mm-hmm. Uh, fighting elegy and what was the fourth one? Sort of doom. No, no, <laughs> no. I just see if you're still awake over there. Fuck, I don't remember what. Uh, I can look it up pretty easily here. Actually, no, you can't. You can't. I it. have my list open somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was it like young beasts or youth beasts? Uh, youth, uh, youth, youth of, of the, the beast. beast. Youth of the beast. Youth of the yeah, beast. That's, that's what it was. That's the ticket. Yeah, you know, youth of the beast. Yeah, it's kind of like branded to kill. Um, yeah. <laughs> These. <laughs> well, this movie's got cheeks in it. What kind of cheeks, Jarrett? Uh, chipmunk cheeks. Oh, not the butt variety. No. Oh yeah. No, yeah. Joe Joe Shishido. He's the um. I don't know. The guy that these uh, the the women take into their like house and causes a lot of drama, a lot of jealousy, mm-hmm. and they're torturing one another. You see, so, like you get to see examples of their like corrections to one another. Um, yeah, they're just like long and like shocking, I guess, for 1964. But I mean, they're yeah, it's not even <clears throat> it's not even like they're trying to like correct them or anything like that they're just like fuck you and then like those people are just done right like mm-hmm. they're yeah it's uh they're ruthless Jared. well they strip you naked they tie you up in fishnets and they leave you out in a boat for everyone to see great so, yeah great horrible great shame great shame but it never really feels like it it's kind of like no well, it's assumed that you're gonna feel bad about anything that's going on in this movie and i don't at all <laughs> you don't no um 
I didn't really wasn't really rooting for anybody. I wasn't like, mm-hmm. oh man, they're gonna get theirs. It's kind of like, oh, sure, sure they're gonna they're sure they're gonna. Did do they something. get there? Do you I think? I don't know. <laughs> Did they? I don't know. I didn't watch the movie. You gotta tell me. <laughs> yeah. So. I I can talk about it. Go ahead. Go right on ahead. <clears throat> Credit where it's due. Here are the things I liked. Yeah. Uh, some some Seijun Suzuki stuff is a little bit much, but there are some good things. Like I do like um, I like this slow mo uh, horror roundup at the start of this thing, where it's like slow motion and they're rounding up all the prostitutes and stuff like that. I thought that was cool. I did like the color stuff. Like I liked how each of the ladies had their own color, and it wasn't just like the run dress that they wore. Like there were the backdrops with the colors and things like that. I was like, that's kind of neat. I was like, that's very whimsical in a sense uh i like that and i I sometimes like uh, actually no i don't like that i i don't like when suzuki puts like the overlay stuff where it'll be like someone thinking and then it'll be like the transparent guy he does that quite a bit which uh i'm not a i'm not a huge fan of but uh, i do like the color i like some of the slow-mo stuff and like i think the story itself is like i was i was on board for it uh, on board with it for a while where I was just kind of like, oh, I get it. It's like a story about like working girls. Yeah, no problem. Um, but uh, it does kind of like, <clears throat> it got boring really fast for me. And then also like uh, it got, it got into areas where I was just like, I don't fucking care anymore. <laughs> where it's just like kind of what you're saying. It's like, yeah, I'm sure at the time it's very just like, whoa, this is crazy. They're torturing like other ladies. It's like, yeah, that's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I'm, I'm, but then I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm such an old hand at this. I mean, we do Creeptober. Yeah, um, we, I've, I've, really I, I've seen I've seen us. the advanced technologies of like Japanese, like pinku, uh, gore horror, like sure. weirdnesses, like uh, horrors of malformed men, and that movie is like fascinating, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite movies, Blind Beast. Uh, it, it does this stuff like by a lot. I don't care about this like grounded crime stuff that like I don't care. I mm-hmm. I really this like because it's not even yakuza stuff. It's just like low level criminals and yeah. It's and it's assumed that that's enough to for you to care. So he's making so I think Suzuki was making this for a youth market that was like you know tied into oh what we watched the other few weeks ago crazed fruit. Where oh, it's like suddenly, suddenly, suddenly everybody was into this, but then this movie's like obviously like quite a few notches above that in terms of like like sleaziness. Yeah, but. no, I, I I agree with you, and I do think like I know you're into weird Japanese stuff, like whatever yeah. that pinko thing was. Um, I'm I'm not as versed as you. I've seen some of it, but like I'm I'm sure there's some guy out there who will comment on the YouTube. It's like, well, actually, those these things wouldn't exist without this film. It's like, yeah, I I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's the case somewhere in history. Uh, and I actually, I don't mind that it's not bigger Yakuza stuff because he, he has done that before too. Like what is it? Youth of the beast or fighting allergy, whatever fucking one we watched before, there was a little bit more actual organized crime to it. So I didn't mind that. This one I think was youth, like youth, youth of the beast is the manager. one that had like, kind of like the gang with, yeah. like, with, with the cat. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. That, that yeah. Guy was awesome. So that's like, I don't know this, this felt very similar to that. But and it also didn't like resonate with me. Way at, lower at, scale, though. 
at way lower scale. And well, so one of the big things that gets talked about with this movie, I guess, is that this movie had a 10 day pre-production period, which when you think about like how much work to get a movie made before shooting in 10 days, and you think about like how ambitious the production of this is, that's impressive, I guess. But who cares? But who cares? <laughs> like, well, it's all it's all that stuff. It's all that outside context stuff, right? Where it's just the same. It's like, well, you got to understand the context of the country in the '60s, and it's like, I don't. <laughs> Does that stuff stuff help? Sure, but do you know how rarely someone has read a fucking textbook on like what's going on in the place or like the production of a movie before watching it? And I know all the Criterion nerds are the ones who would fucking do that, but uh, it's just like I don't know if that should be the I don't think that should be the marker at which we set a movie as being good or not as is like, was it hard to make? Yeah. So it's good. And it's just like, well, I know I, I agree with you. It is like impressive and that does add, might add to your enjoyment to it. But I, I don't like when people, cause like always people will comment on it. It's like, well, you don't know what happened behind the scenes. It's like, I shouldn't have to, you know? No, but uh, I mean, 10 days, that's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> I yeah I don't mind I don't mind the low level stuff I don't mind like the big kind of the house that the ladies live in like the way that they kind of take it out on each other I was like whatever I don't really care about this I was like it seems kind of a little gaudy I was like I, th- this is unnecessary to me um, even the pres- like the introduction of uh, the tough guy who like the the rooster who comes to uh uh, into the hen house here. I was just like, I don't care about this guy at all. And uh, as it's kind of like going on, I was like, I don't know. Yeah, these two girls trying to get out, they found a guy and they were going to go, but then they got beat up and maybe killed. I don't know. Uh, and you're like, that's too bad. Um, and then there's a real animal death scene in this movie. Yeah, that. How, really, about, like, how about that cow? Holy fuck. Like, I saw it coming too, and I was just like, no. I was like, I don't, I was like, why, what is the point? Like, no. And and then they do it. And then like, I know someone out there, I did read those walkabout uh, comments after last week where it's like, that's just like how the indigenous people hunt animals. It's like, I get that, but it's for entertainment. And that's the difference there. And like, I feel like that too. It's like, yeah, I'm sure some people probably fucking my, ate the my, meat my, out of this my, car. My, my favorite cow. was that, well, you're fine with depictions of children being hunted by their own parents for kill. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure those children's lives were not they, in danger. They weren't ever. actually killed, and that's the that's the difference. You fucking moron. <laughs> well, and yeah, exactly. And that that was the same thing with this too, where it's like, yeah, I'm sure that the entire like maybe that was the last day of shooting, and the entire cast and crew had a big old barbecue. And it's like, but does that make it better? No. You shouldn't be fucking killing cows with a fucking huge hammer uh, and well, just like. But, but you do. And, and then, you, I, then you have a nice delicious burger at Wendy's. Yeah. Oh, I mean, there's I, I, I know people will mark on me. I'm not a vegan, but I, I think there is a there's a better way to do things, if that makes sense. So, yeah, I saw that and I was just like, fuck that. I, I was completely fucking disengaged after that. I was like, I, I think there's 20 minutes left. I was like, I don't care. I think I went on my phone and like, I know again, maybe we shouldn't do that, but I don't fucking give a shit. I was like, I'm done with this fucking movie. I don't care anymore. Fuck it. Fuck him. Yeah. Fuck him. So I didn't like, I actually liked elements of this movie and I was like, yeah, this is decent. Like, I, I don't mind this. Uh, but there, there was a lot of stuff like, 
I like, I mean the animal thing, obviously, but I won't belabor that point. Uh, but in general too, I was kind of just like, it's fucking, like, there's nothing interesting in this movie. The colors are nice. Like the story is okay. I, I can, I know why people probably love this thing. Cause people, everyone loves something, but, uh, I was like, I don't care. I don't care about this. So gate of flesh. Gate of meh. Meh. Where would you compare this to uh, I Know Where I'm Going, better or worse? Oh, I don't know. Like, I, I, I think I would rather watch this again. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fine. Th- that's something, right? There's so you that, know okay. where you're going, I guess. Yeah. I just yeah. I know where I'm going, and it's not with I Know Where I'm Going. No, I, I, I agree. Well, because this at least has, like, interesting... Uh, like production elements to it. It does, um, yeah. Like I, it's got it, it's got nice production. It, it maybe it may if I was just like more in a mood to like watch Japanese movies right now. And I, I've been so disappointed with so much of the Japanese cinema we've been watching lately in the collection. I'm just well, like, crazed fruit was fucking horseshit. Yeah, like, that oof. was that thing was so boring. Yeah, <laughs> it's not interesting. It's like I there there are there are better there are better movies. Uh, these oh, are just because yeah. they're in the just because they're in the collection doesn't mean that they're the best. It's just the ones that they got the rights to, and they love they 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 love Suzuki. Everyone seems to like him because he made a whole bunch of movies, and some of them are crazy. Oh, what's you squares? Yeah, like yeah, I don't know. People get hung up on that too much, but uh, I mean, Sanji and Suzuki. I I see. I think he's got good elements of stuff like he does have a good eye for things and it's like I said i actually do really like the color in this movie i think i think the color's nice uh i, I liked all of that but um i don't know, he's just missing something there, there's just something off yeah you know i could just something off man yeah um so the one thing that gate of flesh and story of a prostitute have in common besides like a writer uh, in, in sex sex work um mm. Is they 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 all open up with some with a nice interesting few scenes like the credits themselves are nicely done and then there's like kind of like this I don't know something captivating about how he shoots uh, the women at the beginning of this like this is just this woman walking and roving through a like a cityscape I think actually that was Gate of Flesh where she's just walking in parallel and there's something almost like oh hey this could be really good and then mm-hmm. and then. It, then it just went all downhill from there. Uh, story of a prostitute. It's kind of like her, like out in this, like her out on the horizon, RJ, in this like hilly Ooh. area. Yeah, and I was kind of like, oh, okay, this, I, maybe maybe this will be good. Maybe this will uh, turn this ship around of disappointment. <laughs> yeah, as it as it drifts off to the Isle and did of it? of the Isle of Who Cares? No, it didn't. Um, nah. So, uh, story of a prostitute volunteering as a comfort woman on the Manchurian front where she is expected to service hundreds of soldiers. Harume is commandeered by the brutal Lieutenant Narita but falls for the sensitive Mikami, Marita's direct subordinate. Saijin Suzuki's story of a prostitute is a tragic love story as well as a rule-bending take on a popular Tajiro Tamura novel, challenging military and fraternal codes of honor as seen through Harumi's eyes. Uh, is it? So it opens. Was up. it voluntary? I didn't think it was. Yeah, you don't. So this uh, a lot of the action takes place. What uh, mainland China? 
Is, uh, is, is, yeah, sure. And like it's part of the occupying force, uh, you know, fighting against China. And yeah, yeah, the Manchurian Front. So obviously, yes, all those things are accurate. Yeah. Um, and she gets kind of put on the back of this truck. And uh, she's going to go get, get to work. It's a comfort woman. And like, so What's that mean, Jarrett? She, she's going to get fucked by hundreds of men a day, I guess. So that's cool. Like, uh, And so this, this, this movie, like this fucking yeah. Suzuki shit, I fucking hate it. Because it's like, oh, like this should be horrifying, and it's presented as like, oh, oh look at that, it's just her job. It's just like she, mm-hmm. she, it's like she washes dishes, but no, she's gonna be, she's gonna be getting fucked by Ben constantly, and uh, yeah. that's 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 a fun job, that's great. Sure. And there's sure. no, and there's no like, there's no, I don't feel there's a, a critique of it. It, it, like, I it, mean, it, it is what it is. It's, it's <laughs> terrifying. It should be yeah. a terrifying scene. It's just kind of like, oh, oh, oh. There's, there's the two old hands. Which, ah, this isn't so bad. <laughs> it's like, I mean, what? <laughs> there is the, uh, there's a couple scenes, like, like immediate scenes where it does, it, it is shown off very unpleasant. Like, uh, but the, after that, there's not, there's not a lot more talked about it. Like, but it's done other so, than it's like, just, she's like, yeah. ah, I'm not into this. Oh, I don't, oh no. Yeah. The, the general's mean. Yeah. And that's, what's bad about it rather than like just the concept of this in general. Like, oh no, this is bad. No matter what this is, this, yeah. this, this, I mean, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. And I'm not, I'm not yeah. trying to be like sex shaming or, but I'm like, how can anyone like be like, oh, this is going to be good, great. This is uh, this is how I want to spend my time, doing this. Mm. Like this is not fun. <laughs> like I don't know. So this is the story of a prostitute, and I feel like it's uh, bullshit. So that's great. Right. Like in general, you yeah. you don't think it's the actual story? It is not. A, it is a story of a. It is a story of a prostitute or a story of a prostitute, whatever. Yeah, and it's like oh, she falls in love with one guy, and then it's like okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's who cares. So it has nothing. It's very little to do with the prostitute now. It's just like uh, how, how, I mean, it turns into a weird thing for a while, well, right? It's yes. kind of just like it's like oh, this is what's going on with this uh, political scene, Co- and then court, you go, it then has it's like courtroom drama esque, <laughs> and invasions and like uh, sentencings. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's some sentencings. There's a lot of talk about army men and like how you know, you can stay away from the liquor, stay away from the women. It'll cause you no good. And then uh, the fuck happens in this movie? So you have a, yeah. a group of ladies. They go from one camp to another, and then you're it's it's almost it's like an internment camp, right? Kind of is where well, not somewhat... to be- at the beginning, it's the barracks. Yeah, and then it all goes wrong. <laughs> Yeah, and then it goes wrong, and then uh, yeah, we we have the adjutant, the adjunct guy. Uh, he's there. He's not great. He's the general. You have another guy there, and then uh, he he's mad. Uh, he hits the lady once, and then there's this really slow mo, silent screaming thing for a while, <laughs> and then uh, just screaming and screaming, and you go, oh shit, that don't look good. Uh, there was actually I think five minutes of this movie I watched on mute. Jarrett, 
because yeah. Andrew was talking to me, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to pause it because I was like, I don't want to prolong this experience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was like, and I can't understand the language anyway, so I was like, I got subtitles, whatever. Yeah. So I just muted it, and I talked to her for like five minutes, like from <laughs> downstairs to upstairs, yeah. and uh, I was just watching. And uh, honestly, I got to tell you, man, I couldn't really tell that there was no audio. You can just watch this completely in silence. I don't think it makes a difference. Because once I turned the sound back on, I was like, like, I probably could have left it off. Just turned on like a CD or something. (laughs) Just enjoyed something. But uh, yeah, it was... um, This is a weird one. I'm not going to lie to you, Jared. I think about 20 minutes in, I was completely checked out. I was was just like, I don't care. I might have been on board for about half of that. Cause I was yeah. kind of like, okay. Cause there's something like, these movies are really well shot. Like they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're like, nice they're, they're, at, they are well made. They're actually like, they have a good production and scope, I guess, to them. Um, yeah. So the whole, what happens is the, the Chinese attack. Sure, and, yeah. and so this is of course a movie from the Japanese perspective. Yeah. And again, there's like, what, what rape of Nanking, uh, and so the Chinese like are now are like okay well there's this whole thing in Japan it's like well you don't get taken like hostage like you don't become a, or hostage you don't become a POW you kill yourself and um, if you fail to do that uh, what, then you're like oh shit that's that's the ultimate uh, shame on your family or your countries and you're like yes. is that but it's because and because this this woman just woman yeah. prevented him from killing himself now now yeah that seems sticky it's like that's semantics at that point you're like come on yeah and so what happens is um they wind up getting back in like in under, under the japanese authority and now it's like oh hey buddy you gotta you gotta kill yourself <laughs> i mean or no, sorry yeah, I, I, well they actually well, they, they kill him they kill him. Yeah. They kill him for himself. You know, they they do it. They do him in, and uh, she gets sent back to the brothel. Yeah, she sure does. Yeah, yeah. She sure does. One thing that's cool in this is uh, there is some explosions, and that's nice. Yep. Yeah. And so yeah, he's he 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 is saved from being executed uh, because the Chinese attack again. Uh, but then he tries to blow himself up to get his honor back, and uh, then she's does it like, work? Well, she she goes and joins him. And did that work? Uh, yeah, I guess they're dead. They die. Oh, that's I, great. I don't know. I don't know. So tell me how you really feel. <laughs> I never want to watch a Suzuki movie again. He's he's part of the Antione Club. Antione. I, I hate the, I I hate the, these guys. <laughs> I hate them all. <laughs> I hate to do these guys. Uh, is there? There's surely more of these, right? I don't know. We got to be whittling away at that well, Suzuki pile, and the, I don't. Seen there's, there's, six already. I know. I I just I don't know. It's, oh. it's, I can I just like be like, hey, these aren't for me. I was gonna <laughs> say, how many does this guy have? But apparently, fifty-five. Oh, good lord! I hope. <sighs> Yeah, we man. Oh, no. I, I'd have been so. I, I see a couple of these banners that have the Criterion C on them, so we're not done. Oh, shit, maybe there's like it's like box sets, and I've seen them, and like I've liked them. Uh, was it Taking Him at the Police? Lots of, there's lots ta- of Arrow ta- ta- films. Ta- ta- Taking, yeah, I know. Taking Him at the Policeman is police. really, I think, is like was pretty good. It's better than most of these things. What about Teenage Yakuza? Ugh, 
I don't I don't want more of that. What about Ziegner Weissen? Sounds great. That's the fifth most popular, and we've seen the first four more popular. So oh, that's fuck. we definitely are gonna have to watch that one. Okay. What about Eight Hours of Terror? No, that sounds cool. Lots of Arrow videos, actually. Yeah. What does this guy look like? Oh, he's old. Holy fuck, he's old. He just died like four years ago, apparently. Yep. Fuck, he was old though. Look at him. I know. We've been and Harjay, we've been doing this podcast for almost five years. Did you mention when he died? I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. And you Someone can talk yeah. about that. Yeah, did I say can... I don't care? Yeah, probably. Yeah, that one didn't hit me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't care when people die. People I don't know. That is, I care mm. when people I do know die. Not question is, where do I put Gate of Flesh? Is it like better or worse than my own private Idaho? That's a tough one, actually, because... Is it better than Crazed Fruit? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think I think it's better than Crazed Fruit. But is it... My own private Idaho is watchable. Mm-hmm. Ooh, then, oh, hey, in one week, I'll be revealing my uh, spines 201 through 300. Ooh, shit. Yeah, you did it right. <clears throat> my uh, you And you told me this from the start, but my monster list is pretty much worthless because, like, I don't... Uh... I can't keep this fucking straight anymore. Like, there's 300 movies in here. I got, I got these boys. Yeah, they, they're in the, they're part of the. Like, weirdly enough, the crazed fruit pack. Uh, sometimes when I do, I'm just gonna pair these right beside branded to kill because it's uh, Suzuki, and it's like I don't know where else to put them. Because yeah. they're, I mean, they're, they're not. I would rewatch my own private Idaho. I guess before these, I wouldn't want to do that. But then I also have them over like Gertrude. <laughs> and it's just like I don't even fucking remember Gertrude. I so, just remember it so not the, being great. Because I think the way that the weird spine numbers worked out, um, my my one th- my next one hundred will only have ninety three films. Yeah, I'm at my total of my monster list is at uh, two ninety seven. But uh, that's also like I I only included like one Stan Brackage movie in here, maybe two. No, two. I included two Stan Brackages. So oh, okay. yeah, I only represented it with like one or two Stan Brackages or something. Well, yeah. I I had Dog Star Man, and then I had uh, the active scene with one's eyes, which was the uh, live autopsy video. No. So I I, uh, I threw that one in there. <laughs> I feel like the, kids. people are gonna be really mad about our analysis of these uh, movies more than more than normal. Well, fuck them. They're. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know someone. It's like I said. I know these movies were probably influential. I know someone probably loves them. Uh, they're yeah, a, they're, they're culturally important, historically important. Sure. If you're and if you you got to be into some, you got to be into this. You got to be in the mood. But you gotta in like 2021, this. as a Canadian person who has no vested interest in Japan, I and, don't and, care. And that and, much. and and probably while doing a film podcast, very low interest in uh, cinema, more, more less than ever. Oh yes, more than anything, low interest in cinema and movies than probably anyone. But <laughs> because, I think because of this podcast, because of the podcast, I think that that's what makes us even more qualified to do this. To be mm-hmm. honest, because every other Criterion podcast, oh, it's amazing, it's real good. Except for that one that those people joined us, they were good. Mm-hmm. But I'm assuming all the other Criterion podcasts are just, oh, he's uh, Suzuki. He's uh, such a uh, visionary. And uh, uh, he, he reminds me of uh, <laughs> pa- Panos Kazmarios a little bit. You go, okay. Punch and bag him. 
I'm sure that guy's actually a pretty good dude. I just, yeah, it's you hate him. It's easy to pull from why it. Do, you why know? do you, why do you hate him? Why do I hate him? I, I don't know. I don't even hate him that much. I think it's... So apparently, there this story was also made into a film, uh, co-written by Kurosawa and uh, old uh, Senkichi Tanaguchi. Uh, more romantic film called Escape at Dawn uh, for the Nikatsu adaptation. Suzuki drew upon his first-hand experience at the wartime front to portray the conditions and behavior in a more realistic light. Yeah, I don't know about that. What yeah, was like what me. was presented in the film and the actual conditions probably aren't that different, Suzuki said in a 2005 interview. Probably, he says. Probably? I, I'm just like, what is, is or isn't, but it's like it's still this like movie talking about this... Uh, Sino Japanese war that, uh, <sighs> anyway, most Japanese war movies portray the era with a healthy doses of tragedy, but Suzuki infused an air of ludicrousness in his films. His own opinion of the wartime military experience was that, beside the brutality, it was extremely comical and absurd. Suzuki could not film on location in China, so studio sets and lookalike locations in Japan were used. What a shock! Oh, oh my gosh, no way that happened! Yeah, no way. It sounds crazy. Yeah. Whatever. What are we talking about? <laughs> whatever. Hey, uh, yeah, if you really want to check out uh, Akatsuki no Daso, which is the 19... I've been looking for it for years. 50 version, apparently. Yeah. Mikami, ah. a Japanese soldier serving in China, is captured by Chinese forces. Although he is able to escape, he is treated with contempt by his peers. After falling in love with a prostitute named Harumi, she convinces him to desert the army and live with her. I mean, prostitute, not a toot, who gives a shit? You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? You want to hear about who <laughs> also hates these movies? Sure, sure. Because I, I imagine most people like them, right? Other than, oh, yeah. holy fuck, I just saw something pretty. Oh, you just saw that, did you? Holy, f- I didn't I, look at this I, before. I, 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 I saw this. Uh, I saw this a few days ago. I, uh, I, I opened the page up, but I didn't look until just now. But um, you, whoo, take it away, bud. All right, so uh, if, Gary Collection, <laughs> half a star. What the hell is what the hell is this crap? It's not even in English. From what I could gather, it's about a bunch of women of the night who beat the crap out of Johns, torture each other, and, like, simulated golden showers. This evil cow shows up and gets killed, and a random black priest, oh, fuck, we didn't even talk about him, wanders the country blessing the dead bodies of the streetwalkers. Or maybe he's killing them to free them. Not sure. This is the best I could figure. This is horrible. Might be better if you could understand the language. Might not as well. Side note, I only watched the trailer so I could be uh, way out to lunch on what this movie is about. I mean, he's not far off, but uh, I forgot we mentioned that lady raped the black priest. We forgot to mention that. Yeah, she, uh, she worked through the no. She worked through and, the no. And, 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 that, and that shot of like the cross that he was holding around her neck, but then it's like cast to the side and then he feels real bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, I, I felt bad for that dude. He didn't want any of that. You know, he didn't want that. She Not got really. Him. She got him though. She got him. Uh, so I, I think it's, um, I think it's pertinent to uh, mention a few things here. There is some tags used uh, for this film. We have a tag called screw you, John criterion. Uh, and uh, this Gary Collection fellow, here's a bio for you, Jerry. Uh, following no one, followed by no one until now. Uh, here's a bio. Just a hipster in the village doing hipster things. 
I like organic fair trade coffee and most vegan cuisine. I am. I also like torturing myself by watching some of the worst movies in history, which are neatly <laughs> compiled for me in the Criterion <laughs> Collection. <laughs> this is uh, this is a good one. I hope this picture is really is really whoever this is. No, by the way, uh, no, no. Okay, no. well, I I like it. Favorite films include Criterion Hits, Fat Girl, Salo, <laughs> Flesh for Frankenstein, and Armageddon. Ooh. Uh, not so good films include King of Kings, Rules of the Game, Mabuse, Thieves Highway, which is interesting. Uh, Pepe Le Shit. Uh, what else we got on here? Days of Wrath, My Man Godfrey. You know, oh, I know where I'm going. Remember that one, Jarrett? I know where I'm going. Oh, all the W.C. Fields. Hey, did I ever tell you about that W.C. Fields story? About that call, that work coworker of mine. I think so. He was like, uh, "Hey, uh, he, he's like, you don't watch good movies like W.C. Fields." And I was just like, "Oh, the bank dick." And he's like, "No, that's not W.C. Fields." And I was like, "What?" No, I was like, I "Don't did you like, did you tell me that story?" I don't think what? so. And I was just like, "I'm pretty sure it is." And he's like, "Nope, it's not him." Oh. And uh, he's like, "You don't know W.C. Fields?" And I was like, "Yeah, like silent era comedian." He's like, "Nope, wasn't silent era." I was like, "Well, some of them were in sound." Yeah. And I was like, but like, I was like, it was old time comedy. He's like, no, you don't know him. And I went, I just went, okay. Jesus. <laughs> I just, I didn't know what else to say at that point. Awesome. I was like, the bank dick. And he's like, nope, not the bank dick. And I went, okay. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure it is. And this guy's like 63 or something oh, too. Dear. So oh, I was dear. just like, all right, whatever. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Well, th- this isn't quite my mental image of Gary collection. Uh, I, I thought it'd be an older, I, I, schlubbier not, Well, yeah, it's definitely older and schlubbier, and I think he gives everything three stars. <laughs> and like, and it's only because like his uh, brother told him that he'd really like it. Like, he knows a lot of people use uh, it. Yeah. And he's like, you should use it. But he barely uses it. And then he stops using it for eight months. And then he starts up again and he uses it for like a, a couple days. And then he completely stops because he forgets. He's like, oh, yeah, I should do that more often. Yeah. He's I, like, oh, uh, yeah, my brother. Dennis collection. He's always giving me a hard time. You know, he's done. I should do it more. You know, <laughs> he says it's uh, a lot of people. It's a good community. A lot of people are involved, and I, he, I should really. He, he says I should get more involved, but you know, <laughs> I just, I just don't know, man. I'm I too, just, you know, I'm too busy watching these movies that this guy named John sends me. <laughs> so I didn't even subscribe to this thing. I don't know where these movies come from. I just. <laughs> I just watching him, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Well, because jo- this is Gary is John's project, right? He's, he's trying like, to I, en- he's trying to enrich in the masses. He's trying to she's all that him like yeah. pretty woman him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was a I, I I that was a genuine response for me. I didn't see that before, and I went, "Holy fuck! Yeah. <laughs> what do we have here?" Yeah, I saw that a few days ago, and I was like, "Ooh, I have to save, have to keep that from RJ to, to get that very reaction." I mean, I don't do prep, so... That's right. People know that. We don't even watch the movies anymore. Uh, Mark, we watch them on mute. And And you can barely tell. Talk talk to loved ones. Who gives a shit? The the difference is negligible. Negligible. All right. Next up, we got Mark, one star. I really don't enjoy Suzuki's films. This was an absolute chore to sit through. Couldn't stand this. I'm not going to bother seeing any more of his films. (laughs) That's it. I mean, that's fair. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. 
It's fair. This this person's got very strange. Like they favorite film is The Apartment, which is a good film, and they five starred Passion of Joan of Arc, which is also good. But then they five starred Walkabout. They one and a half starred Soylent Green, and then they half a starred Do the Right Thing, Jarrett. So <laughs> they're all over the place. This person. Hmm. They also uh, half a starred Nutty Professor, which I feel like is unfair. Curious. Okay. Yeah. This is this is a lengthy one. But okay. it's for feels for reals. Gotcha. One star. A cinematic turd divorce. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I want. I watched a whole hour of this horse shit, already knowing I was going to rate it poorly. At first, I was dazzled by some of the visual flourishes here and there, like how the prostitutes wear and are represented by different colors, or the random spotlight that might follow a character the flashes of memory or overwhelming emotion utilizing split screen. But take this all away and we are still left with a story about supposedly tough and independent women who are actually just waiting for a man to come along and take control. When he does mm. appear in the form of a Japanese soldier hiding out in their lair after stabbing an American GI, the ladies swoon over his appetite for food and sex, his cynical worldview, his casual violence. In one particularly gritty and disgusting scene, one of the prostitutes is tied up naked and whipped by the others for the criming of having had sex with a man for free. The soldier looks on in excitement as justice is served, observing, nice body, while the helpless woman cries out in pain. Later on, when the man she supposedly loves asks her to marry him, she says, I'm so happy. But of course, that doesn't stop her from jumping into bed with the soldier moments later, to whom she says, I would follow you anywhere. I guess deep down inside, all women just want a man to overpower and objectify them. My internet was going in and out on the road, and every time it came back on, I sort of struggled with whether or not to continue watching. At first, it was curiosity that kept me going. Then it was the fact that I had so little time left to go that I may as well finish watching it to make sure this movie deserved every single negative thing I had to say about it. It was getting to feel like such a chore sitting through this, and then came the final straw. The soldier walks into a room with a cow, petting it, and explaining to the prostitutes that he is going to kill so they can eat it. And I thought, there is no way they are going to kill this cow in the movie, right? I wasn't going to wait to find out. I looked it up, and yes, <laughs> apparently they did in fact slaughter the cow in a very brutal and bloody scene. So that's where yes. I left it. The cow is still alive in that room, surrounded by weird people who have a fetish for violence. They probably want to fuck each other on a pile of cow entrails and use cow blood as lube, but I'm not probably. really interested in finding out. Putrid. I mean, I agree. It is putrid. I 100% agree with that. Feel. I mean, that's a good review. Feels for reals. Uh, they got the. They got some good tastes. They got some interesting tastes. I mean, favorite films include Sawdust and Tinsel, mm-hmm. Picnic at Haney Rock, which I wasn't a big fan of, but you know, Woman in the Dunes and Yojimbo. Uh, Yojimbo. They have starred Toby Dammit though, which is uh, interesting. Hmm. But I mean, uh, most of their ratings, I'm somewhat on board with. They once starred Crazed Fruit as well, so, and <laughs> they also once starred Gertrude. So <laughs> Gertrude, Gertrude, they're on board with us for uh, things that they don't like. Uh, for for, for uh, story of a prostitute, we got two two of them for you. Derek Holmes, because this, this movie is like half the number of people have watched this as have seen yeah. um, the other, which is curious. I, I, I bet people watch Gate of Flesh and then it's like it's a double header and they go, No, it's not. Not for me. <laughs> I, I get to choose what I do with my life. Exactly. Uh Derek Holmes, a bad time at the movies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I agree. I agree with you, Derek Holmes. Mm-hmm. Let's see some uh these four favorite films. 
Intruder in the Dust from 1949, Starting Over from 1979, The Man Who Cheated Himself from 1950, and Silver Load from 1954. Movies I have no idea and never knew existed until tonight. Outstanding. Uh, And uh, one more. Ruben Barbosa, listener of the show. At least, Interesting. Or at least follows us on the pod, on the letterbox, mm-hmm. watches these criterions. Yes. The Devils. I am a fugitive from a chain gang. Pink Floyd, The Wall, The Big Heat, California Split, HUD, Barfly, The Roaring Twenties, Possession, The War Game. None of these great movies are in the Criterion Collection or have a widely available Region 1 Blu-ray. But hey, at least we have Saijin Suzuki's instant classic story of a prostitute to watch. Who knew that two movies about prostitutes could be so fucking boring? I mean, true. I think there's a comment there, too, that's pretty good. I don't know if you can see the comment. Uh, I'm not on the comment. I'm, uh, I, 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 I copy and paste. Jarrett, you're ruining my whole shtick here. I'm bud. sorry. Other, other people can go and read that comment. It's a pretty good one. Mm. Pretty pretty good. So Ruben Barbosa, uh, favorite films include There Will Be Blood, Paris, Texas, Clockwork Orange, and Rosemary's Baby. So, you know, pretty good stuff. Pretty good shoe. Pretty good shoe. Pretty good shoe. Uh, if you know I, what I, mean. and I, I agree with these, these picks. These are all good criterion options. Could be if they took things seriously. I mean, if they tried. If, if they tried. But, you know, John's not about that. He's not. He, he's just trying to get Gary in there. And it's just. <laughs> Make him better. Just fix me. And you go, mm-hmm. okay. I, didn't, uh, I mean, I didn't ask to get fixed. He's like, I never really Shh, wanted to. Hush, this, hush, Gary. And you go, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. You got any final thoughts here on these? Uh... No, nah, pe- people will be all over us for this one, but I well, don't maybe. Or, or not, I don't even know if they care. No one cared about crazy. No one cared about crazy fruit. Maybe they're, not, they're not going to care about this either. Good. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm sad. A... There might be some person that's like, oh, man, I was hoping that they'd fall in love with Suzuki. With these I two. mean, I don't know. if people have been following along with us, I feel like they've long given up on holding out that we are going to like the movies they like, which it's like, I know that's a bummer, but like we don't like anything. So the sooner you realize that the the happy, well, I mean, yeah, but you'll be happier off. Not hoping that I guarantee you that I like the movie next week. It's a big, uh, that's a big matzo ball to hang out there. You know, you know why? No. Klaus. Klaus. The greatest Willem Dafoe character ever. I love Klaus. Mm-hmm. I love Klaus. After the break, um, RJ kills himself, and then I throw myself on his uh, exploding body, too. In the battlefield, that is criteria. I could get over that. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't have to it would free up Sundays. Well, Andrew would be happier too because her Sundays would be freed up as well. She doesn't watch the films with me, but she mm-hmm. she knows I have to. So no. does she? Does she hate Criterion as much as we do? No, but she she's only watched I'd say about twenty five percent of these. So she 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 doesn't love it. I'll tell you that much for sure. <laughs> but I that's very I I only try to show her movies I think are going to be good. So there there's a little bit of bias there. 
you know. And she still doesn't like it. And she's well, I mean, sometimes I'll be like, "This sounds good," and we'll watch it. And we'll be like, "This sucks." A lot of a lot of regret. No regrets, Jared. No regrets. Only Gertrude's. <laughs> Fucking Gertrude. Gertrude's a good show. We should bring that back. the other primary color um melees ochre i would be the okra okra some okra some good seasoning there yeah i would be okra i believe potentially no Hmm. yeah well you can email us at criterion creeps at gmail.com and tell us Mm -hmm. what, what do you like to put in your food when you're wearing nice dresses Okra, obviously. We've got a Facebook page. We're on Instagram. We're on Letterboxd. I am Jared Duncan. He's Barnloaf. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. We've got YouTube. We've got a Patreon. Patreon. Next week, RJ. Yeah. Spine 300. YouTube. What's Spine 300? Well, for one, it's the return of Wesley Anderson. Oh, is this in his debut film, um, Picnic? Um, but Ants. Wesley I don't know what I was Anderson to comes to the Creep Zone along with Patreon co-host number one <gasps> for like the next like forever weeks. We got guests. Oh, oh yeah! So this starts a year of hell for us, where we uh, yeah. we have a guest a week for Tom, about Tom, seventeen weeks. Tom Paris is coming. Tom Paris is coming up, and guess what? It's not good. No, it's Jared Berger, real guy. Is he real? Uh, well, last time we checked, he was fine, and then he kind of had COVID, but he didn't really. It was just the flu. Well, allegedly. Allegedly. And but yeah, I, I want to know. Did and, and he there ever might get be some, that burger. And there might be some food talk. We'll build burgers. Well, when he left us, he was about to go to I think a Five Guys or a uh, uh, or what was it? What's the other big burger mm-hmm. place? You know the one. You know the one. Shake Shack. In, in, oh, okay. Um, yeah. Hey, and we're also watching a movie called The Life Aquatic with Steve Sisu. But no one calls it that. They call it Life Aquatic. 
What is it really, though? Um, Bill Murray and Friends. Ooh, it sounds like a fun adventure, is it? It's definitely not about the fucking movies you watched today, that's for sure. Wait, next week's another Suzuki movie, right? Yeah, yeah, The Life Aquatic with Steve Suzuki. I'm going to start calling it that. Why not? Sure. It sounds better than what we're doing anyways. Sisu. Sisu. Don your little red caps, folks. And go, on I, a, go on an adventure. I don't have one, but I got a red cap story that uh, I can't tell right now because no one listens to this part. I'll tell you next week. It's hilarious. Good night. Woo.